We have numbers. We are rolling. Okay, so tonight's podcast, we're about... Yeah. Anybody got an idea of when the fuck winter's going to stop? Never. Because wasn't it snowing yesterday? It was snowing when I came it in. Was? It was snowing when I came in. It snowing when you came in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? I took a couple of bikes oh, on shit. demo rides today because the the thing in my truck said it was like 41 degrees, 42 degrees yeah, when I came into work this morning. Oh. But then tonight, when I went, got back from my demo ride, it was cold as fuck. I mean, <laughs> it was ridiculous. And yeah, not... Not freaking super. And not yet, you, I did see you rode the passport in tonight. Yeah, it's 39 degrees. 39 degrees. There you go. And, and Steve's wearing shorts. Yep. It's yeah. not down to the 37 degrees where I need to put on long pants. <laughs> or thicker shorts, apparently. <laughs> so to my left is... Am I to the left? Oh, this is yeah. Steve <laughs> Offord. <laughs> Oscar Nadal. Pete Hemsley. Dustin Elliott. And tonight, very special guest... Uh, sleepy Cinch. <laughs> there you go. The filthy glass. And, uh, and, and Sleepy was nice enough to bring us uh, Laphroaig. Um, so if you haven't had the uh, little Scottish whiskey here, uh, Laphroaig's really delicious. I mean, it's 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 fine. Smooth. It's smooth. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just going to go ahead, and for the sake of our, our listeners, there we oh, go. Hey. That was a nice pop. Yeah, yeah. You know, nice. uh, Unky Phil's known for a good pop every now and then. <laughs> so yeah. I've heard. Oh, just, two fing- just two fingers, please. Yeah, so there you go. Let's so go ahead and let's give this. That's what l- she said. Let's give this Lafroig a test drive. Steve's going to adjourn himself to the kitchen. The only motorcycle podcast that's more about alcohol. It is a good, we do have a good, and... I do now. Don't think that you've been neglected. A couple of our listeners have been nice enough to donate good bottles, but we didn't talk about your bottle tonight because you know Sleepy brought the Lafroy. Oh. So smells good. He brought the Thunder. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. From down under. Mm. I like how they say it's the most richly flavored. Oh yeah, that's good. It is. It's got. It's got a good. Uh, it's. It's very peaty. I can taste. I can I taste. Like you can taste the peat. I, I think he read the, the literature because that's exactly that's what, what it says. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't that? say. Where's the literature? It says something like about. Or even on the back of the. Oh bottle. okay. Well, because uh, it, it's an islay, right? The smoke from the peat gives. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, particularly rich flavor. Yeah, yeah. Straight to the heart of the island's that's, community. That's, that's what uh, oh. islay scotch is. Lafrig right. is a Gaelic word meaning beautiful hollow by the broad bay. <clears throat> Easy for them to say. But it is quite. It is quite scotchy. I mean, it's like very peaty. I like to define this as being scotch, 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 scotch. scotch. <laughs> Pete, were you sticking something in that bottle? Got you, got you, got you. <laughs> <It's a very laughs> got an extra bit of Pete do it. Hey, and while we're doing our, uh, while we're talking about booze, so Sleepy ran into this guy. Um, now, where did you run into Travis? At the wine spot. At the wine spot. Okay, yeah. so this is Travis <laughs> Scotch. Travis Sessions, the Ginger of June, uh, from Mad Tree Brewing. So uh, these guys are down in Cincinnati. Um, is the pronunciation of that? Uh, he's a certified chicharone, or otherwise. <laughs> Bottom left side of the right. to the Mexican. Because I was going to be like, I eat those no, for c- breakfast. Cicerone. Cicerone. Uh, what would that be? I know what chicharones are. I eat those for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really. delicious. Yeah, they're delicious. Really. Traditional Baja breakfast. Yeah, it's it's like pork rinds, pork rinds, and then like pork rinds and eggs, and you know yeah, you yeah. mix it all up. That yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that sounds great. So he's a certified cicerone, which I got to tell you, does anybody know what a cicerone is? No, me either. 
So once again, his card outranks my vocabulary. So that's an up. That, I know what it is. What is the Caesar Allen? I don't know. I haven't got to Google yet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, is, is he is. the Picador, the Toriador? He's the yeah. Ciceroniador? Uh, but, oh, but everyone's yeah. got their phones yeah. out. I have no such thing. Uh, look, Oscar's the future Toastmaster, so the uh, he's going to be working on that. But Madtree... So, uh, yeah, Madtree was nice enough to... Uh, it's just some sort of a beer industry certification. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. He's a certified Cicerone. Well, according to him, he said that uh, after telling him that, you know, the podcast is motorcycle-based, but from my experience of listening to mm-hmm. all almost 200 <laughs> episodes in the last <laughs> six months, it's a little more debauchery. It is, yeah. Yeah. And he said that, that they were Sorry. onto all of it. So that was that was what he told us. And that is, I mean, that's a good way to describe our podcast. We're not necessarily a motorcycle podcast all the time, mm-hmm. but we're also not necessarily a drinking podcast all the time. Well, you know oh, how yeah. this podcast started levels. was oh, Master, yeah. Phil and a bunch of our other friends yeah. used to come to my garage. Right. Friday nights. Friday nights. Yeah. And we would just drink and talk about motorcycles. And no, no. We would drink and wrench on motorcycles. Yes, we would. But talking on but motorcycles. that's why it works, because this is exactly my experience. Like, like just a couple of weeks ago, I was in my buddy's garage, you know, and we're working on bikes, some of the adventure guys I've hooked up with, and we're doing whatever, and we're talking, and like, you know, the, working on the bike lasts for like 35 minutes, <laughs> and the beer drinking yeah. lasts for five, you know? That's basically <laughs> how ours was, you too. You your bikes. Right. Yo, and <laughs> one day, Phil was just like, you know what, dude, we should just put up a microphone and yeah. like record this. And we did. We tried recording it actually in the garage. But we did uh, successfully for yeah, months. It was years. Uh, it was something, and we went into the studio because the studio just the sound quality was so much better. <coughs> um, getting down in the studio really made a huge change, and it's kind of funny that we've we've tried a whole bunch of different things, and this is sort of where we where we've ended up, and we're surrounded by motorcycles again, right. and also nobody proper like nobody's proper smoking, so we don't have to physically you know mm. that being outside or being in the. Uh, garage isn't is no longer a vital element of it. So. Yeah, it's kind of how we we moved it out to the garage because well, smoked at the smoking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if you're so, I found it once again, which is funny because I've known you for a long time. Oh, I yeah. probably should have found it way earlier. But you know, I was sifting through different <laughs> podcasts and whatnot. You know, and there's some that just try way too hard. And yeah. like they're just they're, they're like, we're a motorcycle podcast. You're right. We're gonna be. In. And did you wear your helmet when you walked in today? What bike did you ride in today? Yeah, right. And it comes like, off I so fucking fake. drove my Subaru. You know? <laughs> but you guys, you know, with your experience, how long you've been doing it, and yeah. the guys that you bring in and talk to, yeah. there's just a natural. It's a, the reason that it appeals is because you feel like you're in a garage hanging out with some dudes, mm-hmm. right? That's the whole idea. The or whole in, idea or in a bar hanging out with some dudes. Exactly. <laughs> or in a bathhouse. A bathhouse hanging out with some dudes. Well, that's, that's, kind of, that's, that's kind of always been our ethos. It's just you're yeah. hanging out with a bunch of dudes yeah. to talk about motorcycles. Right. You know, right. Like we used to do in my garage. Oh, yeah. before. Yeah, I'm wondering what our ethos was. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, but it's uh, a lot warmer here. Well, we're going to recharge our ethos. Once we get the ethos recharged, then we'll be a good shape. <laughs> but right now... Do you have the fast charger or the slow charger? Right out of ethos. <laughs> if we finish that battle of scotch, we're not going to be able to yeah, pronounce yeah, ethos. ethos. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the mythos of the ethos. Uh, I did tell us, I, I did promise everybody that we're going to read a bunch of uh, read a bunch of listener mail today. <laughs> but I'm not going to do it because we don't, we're not going to have a Mecklefresh tonight. We're not going to have a Johnny Chrome tonight. And we probably might not have a Chris Smith tonight. So the peanut gallery is yeah. absent. Well, and all those people are mentioned by name. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> the fact that I have emails that are maybe we should read those fuck emails. No, I won't. <laughs> it's only worth the wait. It's right? only good if they can. Def- yeah, it's only worth it if they can defend themselves. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's fair. It's fair. Uh, they have to, to defend themselves. If nothing I'm, else, I'm we're, glad I'm not called out. We're fair around here, so that's it. The, have, uh, I, have I been called out? Yes. Yeah, well... Me? Yes! Fuck! I think everybody got called out. (laughs) That's it. I think everybody got called out on something. All right. But it's fun. It's totally worth it. I got called out at work. (laughs) They wrote a new policy that says I can't wear shorts. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) No, that is new. That is an anti-Hoffert policy. Like, if a woman can wear a skirt, I can wear shorts. Wear a kilt. I'm going to wear a kilt, and that's what I'm going to do. If they don't like it, I'm wearing a kilt. Yeah. I don't give a shit. There's a store downtown that's the Shanghai, the guy down in the arcade, right? Yeah. 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 His name is Nick Vanello. We love Nick and we Nick Vanello is uh he has a Oh yeah. He's got no Nick's got a Piaggio BV three fifty. Um he's had he's had a number of bikes. He actually is the only person... wears a scooter because he wears a skirt. Yeah. Scooter skirt. <laughs> But he started a business called uh, Kilted Bros. Yeah, that's it. And uh, he's mm. got a retail establishment and tons of mail order. And nice. you don't have to be gay to buy one from him, but it doesn't hurt because <laughs> his marketing leans that way. Really? Oh, you hang out at his shop long enough, you're going to be questioning shit because he's got some good-looking dudes in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, the hetero is strong in the place. Like, okay. you go in there... And without being like Duluth Trading Company tries, when you go to the Duluth retail store, they're trying way too hard. It's all very fabricated. Yeah, to say like the, the underwear, chainsaw scented beard oil, you know, and all this shit. <laughs> and you're like, that is unnecessarily masculine. <laughs> and uh, when you go into Kilted Bros, it's more like we know exactly what we are, mm. but uh, <laughs> we're gay and we sell kilts. Well, yeah, and and they sell. And the funny thing is, there are not many crossover industries. So, like, <laughs> think about that. <laughs> there's not many. Uh, there's not many industries where we're going in and we're like, oh, well, this this industry has got a massive, huge gay following. But straight guys like it, too. Well, it's going to be terrible at staff meetings when I'm sitting like that. The <laughs> <laughs> man spreading out yeah. every day. Like, oh, man, it's hot, right? A man spreading like what a bitch. What was that movie? Three or four days without a shower. Just, <laughs> <it> just <laughs> The, uh... There basic are instinct. basic instinct. Yeah. Basic instinct. Yeah. Yeah. Like, basic instinct. Oh, yeah. In which case, <laughs> I've never seen Steve naked, but I'm pretty sure he's not a Sharon Stone. No, <laughs> tragic instinct. Yeah. It'll, be <laughs> <ugly>. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your life, and you don't want to see it. So let so me wear shorts. Back to the point that they've told you. Back to the point that they've told you that you're not allowed to wear shorts on the job site. That's fucked up. We're getting a ship lamp. Right. Nobody ever sees me, right. and nobody even wants to come there. Right. So who's, I mean, it's like if a tree falls in the woods, right. does anybody hear it? Right. Right. If the tree falls in your forest, nobody's there to write you up. So, fuck, man. Maybe I, maybe it's a sexual harassment thing. Somebody it thought is. it was a little too sexy. There you know, go. the old guy well, used to what, complain. Nobody right? on the podcast uh, realizes when we say Steve's wearing shorts, he's wearing hot, hot shorts. He's right, wearing, yeah, right, he's wearing, right. yeah, he's wearing hot pants. And uh, half the time you can see just his left nut peeking out. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wears tasteful. That one hangs lower, though. So. <laughs> he wears tasteful long, you know, cargo, cargo shows, shorts and shit. Yeah. If it hangs yeah. low enough to peek out of those shorts, I am the oldest person here. They're just, <laughs> they, they just bragging, right? Yeah. Just the left nut. It's like, it's like the steam room at the Y. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Steve's the only one here with a nut bra. <laughs> so you don't hear a splash when he sits on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Motorcycles. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, motorcycles. Motorcycles, kilts. Uh, Damn you, Scotch. Oh, Scotch, 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 Scotch. I'm actually enjoying this. You know, I never liked Petey Scotch, really. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm starting to grow on it. Ice cube in it. You like it more? Oh, I like yeah. the. Oh, you like the, full, like the flavor. full flavor. You like the I burn? like the. I think the ice. It doesn't burn anymore yeah. when you're an alcoholic. No. <laughs> <laughs> burn. Oh, trust me, I don't. I'm definitely an alcoholic. Burn through that entire wing of the For taste certain. part section. I'm not an alcoholic, but I binge like a motherfucker <laughs> every day. Every day. <laughs> Somebody told me yeah. as long as it's not Tuesday at ten thirty, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, that makes yeah, I have to think about it. Yeah. That's a good move, actually. Tuesday at ten thirty. You're like, oh, yeah, I like I've got to say, I've drank Tuesday at ten thirty. Oh, yeah, fair so. game, but. But daylight savings time. Are we talking? Oh, no, no, it's but that's not Tuesday. But it could be. But that's an event. No, but it's like no, that's that's not Tuesday. It's true. You're right. It's not Tuesday in Mid Ohio. You can maybe drink till three, four p.m. on Sunday, right? And you could probably start at two or three p.m. on Thursday. But I guarantee you won't be shit-faced at 10.30 p.m. on Tuesday. Tuesday. Right. Mm-hmm. You'd be a degenerate at that point. That's what, that was right. the whole point. I, I'm with you. I like where you're going with this. I think it's a good, I think it's a good standard. I think we should put it on paper. And uh, yeah. I know Phil and I were waking up to the two-stoke alarm clock, which is every day at Mid-Ohio, all you hear are dirt bikes. Oh, 700. Yeah. Ring, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Oh, 700. Like, oh, oh, seven o'clock. And actually, the it's problem is that time of year, life. <laughs> it's like six twenty, six thirty, and the sun comes up, warms up the rock that all the old men are hiding under, and they <laughs> crawl out from under their rock. They kickstart their RM eighty <laughs> with a DG pipe. With, yeah, with a DG pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! And then they crawl around the fucking swap meet at one mile per hour. <laughs> like a skeleton jerking off in a coffee can. And, uh, <laughs> oh, Phil and I would be sleeping in the trailer like, oh, oh good fucking fuck. God. Remember really? the plastic pipe? Oh, yeah. Who, oh. who made that? Oh, God. That uh, had an awful sound. They plastic pipe? Just oh, terrible. Was a plastic pipe. Terrible. I don't remember that. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, but then at night, you hear yeah. smoky burnouts and disco music right. in that yeah. corner. Because <laughs> they have the disco in that corner yeah. there. This year was the first year. I burned out on that log last year. <laughs> this year was the first year that when I heard the guy fire up the open chambered H2, when I, I mean, we were there for a solid two or three hours unloading the bus, getting things ready, and then I heard that. Kawasaki H2, 752 stroke, complete, just stingers. No silencers at all, just stingers. Somebody's aftermarket pipes. And I heard that, and I'm like, the noise is just a cacophony of fucking angry, <laughs> shitty sex. It's just, it's just it, ang- yeah, it's just like, pop, 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 And it's just noise, it's just sonic vibrations going into your ear holes and just stabbing your eardrums. And he's like 600, 700 feet away. And he's also not like 32 years old and like some degenerate punk rock kid. Right. No, he's like a 65-year-old asshole with 30 years of experience. But he was deaf. So. Oh, he's clearly deaf. And he will yeah. let anybody who walks by that looks at that bike long enough take it for a rip down the dirt road. That oh, nice. So not only are you about to just 
hate fucking H2. Right. The priceless <laughs> god of all things internal combustion. You know, like an OEM H2 right now sells for between 10 and 12 grand in nine seconds. The second you put it up on eBay, it's the it's the shithead's Vincent Black Shadow. You know? <laughs> well, well stated. <laughs> If you were too poor in 1976 to buy a KZ-1000, you had an H2. And you were the most annoying asshat on your street. (laughs) People were praying for a KZ-1000 to go by when you lived on their street. And I've had them, I've ridden them, I've restored them for people, I've sold them for people. They are magical motorcycles. In a straight line. And for the brief moment <laughs> when all the cylinders are functioning at the same time and you haven't lost compression due to the fact that two strokes, especially the center cylinders, have a tendency to wear out. And the, the lifespan is rather abbreviated on these bikes. Well, this guy lets anyone fucking flog this H2. And I think that its idle speed is about 2,900 RPM. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the tick over on those chambers. Uh, yeah, And at it, it, it 7,000 RPM... It really, really gets a nice over rev, nice. especially on wet grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which basically describes Mid Ohio. Which was Mid Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there wasn't much grass there this past year. It was mostly mud. No, it all blew away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the grass blew away. blew away in the in the like, cyclone of 2017. Katrina had been like circling around in the atmosphere for <laughs> ten years, and it happened to land we, in Mid Ohio. We've right never there. seen this before. <laughs> a fucking tropical depression. Leaves Mexico and shows up in Mid Ohio. <laughs> we got done. Thanks, fitting. Oscar. We got oh, done. oh, great! <laughs> he wasn't even there. Yeah, I was, yeah, I wasn't even there. I'm looking because he knew it was there. He knew that. I know. <laughs> it's been so many years. Like now that I don't have my own business, which right. you know, I just I'm now you can fuck off, off on weekends. Yeah. Now I can actually enjoy my life yeah. again. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, you can fuck off on weekends. I'll be naked yeah, on top of an RV at some point. I, <laughs> there's uh, how about a school bus? School yeah. bus is fine. <laughs> we can. I think I might have a for sale sign. I think I'm gonna put a for sale sign in the window of the school bus this year. What? Yeah, I think I'm going to put a for sale sign in the window of the school bus at Mid-Ohio this year. Because what better place to sell it? Well, that's true. Like that or br- tailgating at Browns, you know, at the Browns game. Well, but especially if you show them the feature of yeah, the, the lift. The motorcycle dispensing system? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just put it at half staff and put a bike on it, oh. like halfway, so everybody that walks by goes, Holy oh, shit, shit, I need that. <laughs> yeah, I need that. That's genius. Do I, do I have to take the whole bus or can I just have the lift? <laughs> yeah, but the uh, but yeah, I think that maybe you know having the bus around and you know what you guys don't realize is right now I'm paying somebody money to store the bus because uh, yeah, it's not that Doctor Waters doesn't like having a thirty-two foot school why bus. Why don't you in the put it at my house in Oberlin? Didn't even think about that. No, why don't you just put it there? Oh, it'll be free. It, maybe the know? fucker won't be for sale. Then. <laughs> when I right. parked at the Board of Education, they won't notice. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I knew there's a reason we kept an OEM. <laughs> I watch these guys go to war- Wasteland week- Weekend, and there's like a big thing about, you know, uh, uh, there's a, a bus that goes there. It's a transit bus like mine, flat nose, and they call it Daddy War Bus. And, you know, Waste- Wasteland Weekend is all a bunch of guys that wish it was, uh, you know, wish it was post-apocalyptic. Like, it's like a Mad Max. Thing. It's Mad Max yeah. for, right, for the home gamer. 
and uh, and they all show up with all their fun their stuff. High school shoulder pads painted black. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah. Poor yeah. bus gets taken by accident one morning. Like it smells like balls and beer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. Like, the smell. That's, of it. that's probably what Phil's bus smells like. <laughs> it was just me and Emma sleeping in there last year. I think so. The, uh, I slept in there last oh, year. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, yeah. cool. It was, I mean, hey, the bus works really good for for Mid Ohio. The bus works perfectly. It's a good base camp for us. But the uh, but yeah, so. We're going to have a bunch of the misfits come up this year. So there's going to be all, all these misfits are coming in. Um, now, I, I only fear that many of them have made their plans for mid-Ohio involve distance riding. Mm-hmm. So anyone know how you define a plan? Yeah, it's Something that, that's meant to fail. Exactly. <laughs> it's, that, it's that convenient fantasy that escapes the second you embark upon your journey. The... Uh, it's just, I think Bagel's planning on doing the cannonball on the scooter. Oh, no. So he's planning on doing the scooter cannonball. He's, and he's then, done the, the cannonball before, Oh, right? he's a veteran. Yeah, he in he fact, knows, yeah. Yeah, oh, no. He, he's my money's always on, the, on Bagel. Right, right. Right. Like, my money's on Bagel for the cannonball. In fact, if I were ever to attempt to do that fucking menagerie, that cross-country road yeah. show of bad ideas, <laughs> we're going to ride across America. Okay. That's fine. People have done that. We're going to do it on Vespas. What uh, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That, that's not even in the realm of what they were engineered to do. That RV that's 250 cool. could do it easily. Yeah, I'm not saying it couldn't. I'm just saying that is literally like chopping down a fucking oak tree with a Gerber tool. Like, <laughs> it can do it. Just takes a fucking effort. But it's just the wrong tool for yeah. the job. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, like I, I, it's just that thing. It's, it's just that old thing is, like, people are somehow impressed by doing a job with the completely wrong tool. Well, you're talking, right. you're, but didn't Pete ride across the country on a CT-110? Yes. I rode across the country on a mad-ass 125. Yeah, there you go. It's only, my opinion is based not on fantasy. It's based on experience. I can trump you. I rode across the country on a bicycle. Wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my god! Of course, my ass was much younger at that time. Nineteen eighty-four. But uh, yeah, I would trade that in for investment any day. And in nineteen eighty-four, you rode across America on a bicycle. Yeah, did you graduate from high school? The Texas flat part or the no, no. Colorado high part? We went from uh, Newport Beach, California, to Newport News, Virginia. Holy fuck. And did you go across the Texas or across the We went across Route 66 until we got to roughly Flagstaff, Arizona, Grand Canyon area. We kind of headed northeast at that point. Yeah. Through the panhandle. uh, We ended up through the panhandle of Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. You didn't pedal through the The most motherfucker of the whole trip was... Uh, the Ozark Mountains in Missouri because it's it's like a roller coaster up down up down up oh down. God. How many days did it take? We were gone about from the time we left home. We drove out there, sold the car, rode the bikes back. Um, we were gone. You about sold six, a perfectly good car that had driven across America to ride bikes. It wasn't bicycles perfectly back. good by the time we got there. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We <laughs> made it across America. 1972 Oldsmobile Delta 88 convertible. The second day we left Cleveland, the back window shattered because the motors were out of sync that raised the roof. Yeah, yeah. Like so oh. twisted it. Tor- the torch, the yeah. torsion on the uh, <laughs> oh, back yeah. window that blew out. And then by the time we got to California, the top wouldn't even go up and down anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, we were driving out there, spent some time in California, laying on the beach, whatever. Yeah. And 
drove home and or rode all the way back to Virginia, then flew home from there on People's Express, mind you. Remember that one? Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. yeah, holy yeah. shit! So door to door from Cleveland, it was about six months. Six months. Oh, you know, there's guys. There's a race across America. They go from California to Maine, and I think they're down to nine days and yeah. twelve hours on yeah. bicycles. Yeah, bicycles. nine. It days? took James and I ten days to do it on a Mad S125. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These dudes are insane. They sleep like an so, hour and two yeah. hours a day. So we had a 125 cc motor, and they still beat us on bicycles. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, those guys are nuts. Like you yeah. said, they 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 ride oh, 20, yeah. 20 three hours a day. What the They talk about fuck? hallucinating and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, the one guy was like, I, I want to take, a, like, he had a rare moment that he had to take a bath, he had yeah. whatever. He said, I sat in the bath, and I'm like, man, this water's really dirty. And then he realized it was layers of skin yeah. that were coming off and, like, floating on the water. Yeah. And he got See? back on the bike and finished. See, ah! a bath, but doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. 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 See? So, <laughs> it's all, it's totally doable. your perspective. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what got me into motorcycles. Is like, when I was a kid, yeah. I did a lot of traveling on bicycles. Sure. And like all over the U.S., all over Europe, and then I was like, one day it's like it got to the point where if I could ride for a week, right? I hadn't seen anything that I hadn't already seen before. Of course. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if I had a motor in, I could ride. I could go in an hour what I could do in a whole day on a bicycle. Absolutely. So and then just the motor, I was like, holy shit, what have I been missing all these years? You know. So oh, I have. There's nothing I hate more than bicycles. Yeah, like just as a concept. Yeah, um, in traffic, can't stand them. Yeah, the I mean, I'll go and rent one. Like when we were in uh, we were in Luca mm-hmm. in Italy. My wife and I rented bicycles so we could ride along the wall. You know, ride up on the wall that was the Roman walled city, and you know, ride. Uh, and the only reason I rented bicycles is because there was nothing else to rent to do the same job. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. That's when I rented a bicycle. But like the three bad crashes I've had in my life have all been on bicycles. Oh, I've had some. Yeah, yeah. 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 same here. Myself. Yeah, I yeah. raced bikes yeah. a few years ago. Bicycle, like, well, you can't tell now, but when I was in shape, about 10 years ago, <laughs> I was racing bicycles and stuff. And like the worst, I've, I mean, I've broken collarbones and done dumb shit on motorcycles, yeah. but I got mangled. I got like purposely. A dude hit me purposely. Like they called me a bunch of names, nice yeah. pants, you Camaro, yeah. and smashed into Dwight. me. And I mean, I lost tattoo and arms. And but the best part about it was, I was on a training, and I told my wife, "Give me like three hours, I'll be back." She goes, "We're going out to dinner tonight. You be home at 7 I'm like, "Fine." Yeah. So I go out there and I get murdered, and it takes me like an hour and a half past the time I'm supposed to get home. Yeah. So I get home and like I have there's like I can't even believe the clothes stayed on me, but like there's no skin, no skin, bones hanging out. And I walked in the house this way, and I get that look of like, "You're late, you're fucker. late, fucker." Yeah. And then she literally says, "You've better been hit by a fucking car." And I turn yeah. and she goes, "Oh." No <laughs> argument. <laughs> 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 Shut that right down, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. So now with bikes, she thinks it's safer. I had a couple a of lesbians in my driveway. <laughs> you know, that's the same thing. You're yeah. like fully yeah. encapsulated if you're wearing the yeah. gear when you're on a motorcycle. Because yeah. yeah. if you're on a bicycle going 20 like, to 25 eh, miles fine. an hour yeah. and you hit the pavement, you're going to lose the last Yeah, Lycra doesn't fucking, no. it doesn't last. <laughs> it nope. doesn't slide well. Right. I had, uh, <laughs> had an appointment where, uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not making this up, but... It's a great story. I had uh, these two ladies from Tennessee had come up to Cleveland, come up to my house in Avon Lake to buy my Magna, my blue Magna, Super Magna, the F700, 1987. Those are interesting bikes. Got the four exhausts, you know, point at the sky there. They're interesting. We, you know, I, I admit it. It's a cult bike. It's a weird bike, but I like them. And I've always had them from here and again. And so it just so happens these. 
two ladies had come up from Tennessee to buy this bike. And so they, they were running a little behind schedule. And so while they were running behind schedule, I decided it'd be a really good opportunity for me to take my mountain bike out. And, you know, it's one of these fucking, you know, it's got suspension and all the, you know, the, eh, it's disc brakes. And it's just, you know, way too proud of itself. And uh, I take it out for a ride, and I had decided to go with uh, not shoes, you know, not the step-in, clipless type thing. Mm. But I had the old-school, sexy in the 80s. There you go. Bring it on. Oh, oh, that's there. the sound of a PBR. That is literally the most disadvantaged beer on the table. The uh, <laughs> if this bus, if this table had a bus, that would be on the short one. But the uh, but yeah, so I'm riding around and I put these. Remember we used to have little have the half clips oh, yeah. in the eighties, yeah. just the little baby toe clips, not oh, the yeah. little strap the deal. Yeah, just yeah, the yeah. little guys, like just the little guys, like a just, Pac-Man. Just yeah, like a Pac-Man. Yeah. But there were no straps involved or anything. You could get in and out of them real easy. So I put them on because I had all this, you know, old gear left over because I used to ride road bikes and I had, you know, I still have drawers of Campagnolo shit. And Italians, they're coming. (laughs) (laughs) Cutters. uh, And I go riding around the neighborhood, just going to check this thing out. And my dumbass is riding around on a mountain bike like it's a road bike. And at the corner of my very own street on Electric Avenue Boulevard, (laughs) I I feed my fucking crank pedal, I feed my pedal into a corner, which we've oh, all done before. Oh, oh, yeah. And I center the bike on my own goddamn pedal. Yeah. Right? And of course, I decide at that moment that I'm just going to, like, power it out. And it, it, it turns out I'm really bad at that. Mm-hmm. And me and the bike just me and the bike just slid together, low side into a high side, out into deeper into the intersection. Mm. And uh, just got nudged by one car. Managed to pick my bike up, back rim totally tacoed, you know, just terrible. And then had to carry the fucking thing, because it wouldn't roll, all the way down my street. As my entire ass... At least you didn't have those clip-in shoes on. No, thank God I didn't have clip-in shoes. really? No, I wouldn't have been able to pick the bike up, because my legs would be hooked to it. But yeah, my entire ass was hanging out of my pants. You know, the whole right side of my legs bleeding and, like, miserable. And as I walked down my street, my street's only, what, 25 houses, tops. And I walk carrying this broken-ass bicycle over my shoulder down my street. And I see these two ladies in sensible shoes waiting in my driveway. And they're, like, looking at their watch, giving, like, the old motion of, like, well, we're here. Where the fuck have you been? (laughs) As I walk into the driveway carrying a broken bicycle, bleeding. And then they realize, oh, shit. And they go into, like, helping mode. Hmm. Oh, my God. you're, You're bleeding. You're this. You're that. Let's help. I'm like, let's just buy the motorcycle. And then I'll deal with this shit. And priorities, people. It was priorities. the fastest sale I'd made in my life. The woman got the money out. There was no negotiating. It was just like, I'll take it. And I was like, here's the title. Sign it. Give me the cash. And off you fuck. Maybe you should wreck yourself out in front of the store every day. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, this is a name I'm like, this yeah. is Cleveland. Uh, just yeah. That's yeah, true. Take your wallet. That's just true. every now and then crash out in yeah. front of the shop. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Oh. We have enough people crashing crash in front of the shop. Yeah. Every time somebody leaves here, I won't even look. I don't even make eye contact because I don't yeah. even crash on the way out of the driveway. The, uh, oh, God. That was a, like at the old shop when people would leave. I was just like, I can't Don't watch. look. Don't watch. I used to work at North Shore Yamaha way back in the day, like with uh, you know, Elver and uh, Willoughby. 
And every time they'd sell an R1 to one of these, like, squigs, you'd just wait. <laughs> oh, you'd be like, you'd just wait. And I, I was in the parts department, and I'd just look out there, and I'm like, this dude's definitely going down. Yeah. And so, like, they'd all slow through the parking lot. They'd get on the street, and they'd be turning and just nail yeah. the gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's, there's mold release on the tire, dude. Like, you can't do it. Yeah, there were times street. I went out and rode people's bikes home. For, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, yeah. dude. Yeah, I used to work at a place called Krieger Motorsport that was notorious for selling extremely high-powered Suzuki motorcycles to recently funded dis- well disability, disability recipients. Is the nicest way to say it. Yeah. They just got their check. And their check had been a check that had, you know, how it works is when you file for disability, you don't get your check right away. Right. It takes like a year and a half. To get your check. And yeah. then you get a really big fuck-off check. Retroactive. Which most people uh, take this really big retroactive disability check and buy something stupid, stupid. for it. With it, like heroin. <laughs> 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 Only been the experience I had working at that particular motorcycle shop. Or meth, actually. But we had a spot on the wall. And I worked there in the service department. And then I would kind of, on, on the Saturdays, I'd help out doing sales. Mm-hmm. But we had a spot on the brick wall where we learned that if when you prepped the bike and got it ready for the customer, you didn't put it at the back wall pointing out towards Broadway Avenue. No. You put it at the curbs by Broadway Avenue pointing at the brick wall. Because it was way more exciting that way. Because they had to make the turn before they got to the wall of the service department. And... I mean, we were horrible human beings. That's the only way to describe it. We had nothing better to do than to watch people who had not ridden a motorcycle in 20 years who had just bought a Hayabusa with a disability check. Get on a Hayabusa with a disability check and like, I got this. And then not remember you got to look right to go right. And then you'd wonder where all that, that... that beautiful purple and yellow paint showed up on that wall. <laughs> That's how that got there, man. You know, yeah. Those Hayabusas get fed into that wall on a weekly basis. Imagine the heyday of the seventies when they were selling, uh, brand yeah, new when they're selling triples, yeah. H2s yeah. and all kinds of weird yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're selling all kinds of weird two strokes. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't know anything about a two stroke. Ding 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 ding. It's only a little more. Not this was a horrible shop. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna before you launch it. I'm gonna tell you this shop leased. Lamborghinis. <laughs> I remember the name. You remember where, the shop? Where was Krieger it? Motorsports? It was on Broadway. Broadway, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, right it, across it's from right Rose from, over no, there. Sills, right? It's by Sills. It's, like down the street yeah, it's down the street, but it, yeah. it's on Broadway, and it's at the corner of Oh My God and Don't Shoot Me. Yeah, like the best way to describe it is, yeah. it's not the part of Broadway you're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna go to Broadway, which is none of Broadway, uh, which all of Broadway is pretty like, whoa, Broadway. But you know, Cleveland people will understand this. But this is a part of Broadway that now deeper, further east on Broadway, they're trying to have an auto mile, like the Broadway auto oh, yeah. They're trying desperately oh. to make that happen. But Krieger was too inland for that. Krieger was still closer to downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Krieger was the spot where if you had a disability check or a social security check, you would go and buy a sport bike. And... That was it. That's what we and sold. Down the street was Fantasy Coachworks. That's so you used correct. To say if you had a Fiero that you wanted all fluorescent pink with yeah. pipes and shit, you yeah. take it there and do it. Yeah, and they would do anything. Oh, Fantasy Coachworks. Fantasy Coachworks would destroy a Bentley. Oh, definitely. Like, yeah, oh. Like, they're just like, oh, so 
So you bought a used Bentley in Shaker Heights. <laughs> Check. Right? You were in Beachwood recently and bought a used Lagonda. Okay, great. You got money? We're going to put Perfect. Tw- we're going to put 22-inch rims on that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And that's where the Fantasy Coachworks was going to We're going to class this up for you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, lot of chrome in a can going on there. A uh, yeah. whole lot of chrome in a can. But yeah, that's that, like, Krieger was that kind of shop where in the front, in the front room of Krieger, they had luxury vehicles that you could lease. And, and I mean, lease is a very generous term for what was happening there. Yeah. Was it more like rape? It was just renting. You were renting, you were renting a Lamborghini. You were renting a Ferrari. You weren't owned. I mean, come on. Let's just call it what it was. It was rent to own sports cars, you know? And it was just a bad idea. You only had it until you couldn't make your payments anymore, and then we went out and picked it up. You know, I got six hundred bucks to repo those things. Your first month's two ninety nine. Every month after that is four thousand nine hundred sixty dollars. Oh, wait, that's the BMW financing. That's the financing. I did just get. In, I just we were talking about how we don't do leases anymore, and one of our podcast mm-hmm. listeners pointed out that Triumph is in fact doing leases now. Oh, so Triumph is doing motorcycle leases. So there you go. But do they have dealerships to even do it? Well, oh. there's one. I mean. We're just about to get one down mm-hmm. here. So three blocks away from us, uh, what used to be a blockbuster movie. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> but you guys have family time. I passed it. There's people yeah. in it tonight. Yeah. No family time. Okay, <laughs> this is a very Cleveland thing, by the way. We have family time video just down the street. Yeah, and it is crowded all the damn time. Is it? And they rent videos. I the think they still rent way. VHS. What? Yeah, I bet you they do. <laughs> you can go there right now. You can rent a DVD or a Blu-ray at Family Time Video. Yeah. And they do a thriving business. How is that really? possible? I don't know. I almost hit a car in front of me. I was driving by and I was like, holy shit, there's <laughs> someone there. <laughs> you can rent DVDs in there. And they have a very small adult like, section. Yeah. It's huh. like you saw a dinosaur walking down the street. I thought that was extinct. Holy crap. Yeah, we have a family time video rental. And they do really well. And that's the strange thing is people do continue to patronize them. I got into a YouTube loop. <laughs> One day, you know, you know those YouTube loops that you oh, end up yeah, yeah. Like you go in to find, like, I'm going to re- repair my wife's brakes, and then you fucking find a midget riding up something. <laughs> in the but so I got to this thing, and it was like abandoned, abandoned. Um, um, what was the major blockbuster? Block, yeah, abandoned yeah. blockbuster, untouched. And the guy's like, the door seems to be open. He's walking through, and he's like, oh my god, like all the movies are here. He's like, oh look at this, it's in here. And they still have candy. This has to be old. And then all this stuff, and you're like, holy shit, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. And the guy sits down, and he's like, ha, fuck you, we're still open, and it's 2000 and fucking. It's not an abandoned archaeology thing. I was hooked I Holy shit. There's a lot of videos of those of finding like abandoned, whatever. I guess there were blockbusters up in Alaska. They just recently closed one of them. It's pissed off all the locals because they're like, well, you know, we don't get real good Wi Fi up here. Yeah. You know, so we need the blockbuster because you can't exactly be on your Anything Netflix else? and yeah. you know. They still know what the <laughs> noise is. <laughs> the place where modems go to die. Is that a fifty-six six? Yeah. Send that shit to Alaska. They're the, getting uh, their porn by lines still. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> the pain. So, <laughs> load, come on! Oh, we there? Saw half a nipple. Yeah. <laughs> So this week we got some weird stuff here at the shop, and we want to talk about it. Uh, so uh, <laughs> finally, yay, <laughs> bikes. Okay, so uh, today, in the past like three days, we have the new Kimco Crosstown X Town 300 behind us right now. Um, that bike is uh, 
300 cc bike that'll go every bit of 85 miles an hour. Um, double uh, disc brakes, a triple pot front caliper, double pot rear caliper, ABS front and rear, and uh, yeah, and uh, very nice bike, very cool bike. Stout mirrors. What's that? Stout mirrors. Stout mirrors with turn signals built into them. Yeah, yeah. they're oh, kidding. Right. Yeah. Those dual, um, dual upright shocks there. Look at that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they're, they're, they're straight up and down. Five position preload adjustable. Yeah. And the uh, it, bike does run real nice, handles real nice. I mean, Kim, like typical Kimco product. It looks comfortable. It does. It is comfortable. Yeah, the it's, single. Yeah. it's a big single. Yep. It's 24 horsepower. So like the leading leg. leg forks too. No, nah, well they're a little bit. Yeah, you see where they got the axle tucked yeah. in behind the mm, the fork. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it does. I mean, it runs nice. It feels good. It's got good storage. Seat height's a little higher than the old Grand Vista 250s we used to like for short people. Is mm-hmm. it longer too? It looks. It looks. It is a little stretched. longer. Yeah. It's stretched out a little bit. Um, it's very similar to the downtown 300 they used to have, but there's more seat now. There's a longer mm-hmm. midsection and ass. Which makes it a little more comfortable. Sit on the bike; it's really comfortable to ride. Yeah, it seems. So. Um, yeah, it's a really decently, like a very nice ergos, very yeah. nice creature comforts. Yeah. Do any scooter companies make bags like like hard bags? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Do? Yeah, there used to be more of them. Like Scarabeo One Hundred and Fifty had hard luggage you could yeah. buy because like this bike looks yeah, like you can slap bags on it and yeah. go like for yeah. like two weeks. I probably weeks. go. I probably go soft bags. So you can just okay, throw yeah, them on throw anything. Them on yeah, yeah. And. Uh, and I rode the bike, and it, it hauls ass in me. Like, it runs real nice. 30, well, things are nice. Thirty nine ninety nine. Damn. Really? I'm going to say that again. Thirty nine ninety nine. And how do they make it so... I mean, how can that be that cheap? Made in China. Uh, well, what's yep. going to happen? Is there going to change now with Captain Orange changing everything? Well, we don't know, right? And so... you got to say it like Trump. China! So this is like... And, 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 uh, I've had a problem... And you were just talking about YouTube, and this is going to circle back to that, because when they they also make a bike called the Like 150. We've had a, a Kimco scooter called the Like 200. There's a red one over there. Yep. We've had it for years. It was 166 cc's, give or take, and it was underwhelming. Like, I mean, you could take that thing out. We've had it for about four or five years minimum, but you could take a Like 200 out. And aside from the fact that it had a really long seat, a Buddy 125 could kick its ass in acceleration mm. and top speed. And you think a 200cc bike, you're safe to take it on the freeway. Not the like 200. Okay. Whoa, you're like, this thing needs more motor. It really desperately needs more motor. Well, so then the like 150 comes out. And the like 150, real quick in the game, I realized that the like 150 had more horsepower than the, the like 200. The 200? <laughs> well, that's fucking weird. And it is weird. And the Lake 150 is actually a very attractive scooter. It looks not unlike a brand new Vespa Primavera. It's got the kick-ass retro styling, mm-hmm. and I could I'll wheel one out here. But if you look at that book, compare the horsepower output of a Lake 200 to a Lake 150, and they're uh, the same thing happened with the the Sims, oh. the RV 250. Oh, had more horsepower than the 300i. Yeah, look, it's 11.3 oh, really? for the 200 yeah. and 13.5 for exactly. the 150. Right, so you got 300. The 300i had less right. horsepower than the RV250. Than the RV250. Holy shit! And then the <laughs> the 150 has 8.7 foot-pounds of torque. Right. 65. That one has 2.8. So it's, it's got four saying. times the torque. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I've ridden, so I've been riding this like 150 around, and it's a quick fucking little, like, it's right behind us right now, we can look at it. The styling is remarkably good, it's Lambretta and Vespa got in a bar fight. That's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely touching the buttons. Oh yeah, the, the cowls kind of look like a yeah. Lambretta. The cowls yeah, are yeah, Lambretta, yeah. And, the front, and the front is a Vespa. Primavera. Primavera. Yeah. Primavera. Yeah. Primavera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the back is a Lambretta, and the front's a, Pia- a Primavera. Yeah. Um, it's got super bright LED headlights, crazy bright headlights. I wish every bike had the headlights it's that bright. Fifty-seven bike Chevy Bevel on the. It does. Yeah, I, it's, it's, a, it's a decent looking bike. Yeah. But I've been riding it around, and so today I did all my errands on it. For a one fifty, that fucker is quick like a bunny. I mean, it moves the fuck <laughs> out. So I'll be very interesting. And by the way, it comes from the factory with twelve inch wheels, so all the yeah. good rubber fits it. So all that uh. nice. Michelin stuff, like all the real good good rubber, just goes right on that bike. It's not a ten inch wheel bike. It's not an eleven inch wheel bike. This is not a Buddy one hundred and fifty. Now, fuel injected, you bet your ass it is. But also ABS brakes. And today, out on the you know dusty, salty pavement, mm-hmm. I went out and just crushed the brakes every chance I got, and just couldn't get it. it to misbehave. Really, like could not get it to misbehave, and. I'll be very interested to see in a shootout to shootout a Primavera 150 from Vespa, fuel injected, versus this thing. And this thing is $25.99. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah. $25.99. So it's exactly half the price of the Vespa. So um, it'll be a good shootout. It'll be a fun one to see how the market responds to that. Because we were never really in love with the like 200. We just never really, it, it never clicked for us. We sold a few of them, but it wasn't our favorite bike to ride. But in the riding I've done on this thing, they say 13 and a half horsepower, and I think they might not be lying too bad. Mm. They yeah. might. <clears throat> I think that torque rating's a misprint. Which one? For the Lake 200. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's got to be a misprint. Because this is like 2.8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't make 2.8 foot pounds of torque is like a 75cc bike. Yeah. yeah and, and, it, and it doesn't look like it's made out of gymnasium. I mean, it, exactly. It, it, it looks like right. a legit scooter. It's, a so, it's bike, just it really a different scooter. I make this scooter, dumb YouTube not... video and announce the like yeah. 150. I make a dumb video and announce the Crosstown 300. And of course, what do I say? Well, in the YouTube video, I say, well, this is Cleveland Moto, so we're immediately questioning this fucker because it's from China, right? So the jury's out. Now, it's from China, but it's also from China the way that the BMW 650 scooter is from China. So you're saying it's got to be twin? Yeah. Hey! hey. <laughs> and it's also from China the I'm same way. I'm still doing my penance, all right? right. <laughs> it's also from China the same way that all of the BMWs that are under 800 cc's are from China, right? Yeah. right. Like, all those bikes yeah. are manufactured for BMW by Kimco in a factory in China. <clears throat> and people With strict German oversight. Bingo. Right. <laughs> right. And people rave about how good those bikes are. But I thought that one was Indian. The one is like the little the three, what's in there? Three ten. The three ten. The BMW three ten. I think you nailed it. It's like stuff in China can be made now. Like Chinese manufacturing has got to the point where they're actually good at it, oh. but they get lazy unless somebody from the company is there eyeballing them. Exactly. Eyeballing. I have a friend yeah. who's a mechanical engineer. He's got a PhD in mechanical engineering. He works in the bicycle industry, but he goes to China, Thailand, several times a year, mm-hmm. and oversees these factory jobs wow. for the yeah. parts that he's designed. Make sure it's they're being control. and yeah. the metallurgy is there, the raw materials are there, the workmanship is there. Yeah. But if you're not on top of them, from my understanding, what he's told me, yeah. um, they will cut corners. And yeah, we 100%. saw that. 
We and he said sometimes they're doing this stuff in foundries with dirt floors. They're mm-hmm. they're they're in there making these high tech parts of you know exotic metals with what they have. Yeah. In these machines that have maybe been moved there from Germany or right. from the United States, whatever. But in a dirt floor factory, these guys making three cents an hour or whatever they're making, yeah. you know, Chinese wages. Um, but they're they're capable of good work. But you got to stay on top of. Them. Yeah. Yeah. We came up with the term quality sag, and what we saw was mm-hmm. in our first, the first consignment, the first order we got from uh, Madass of the Madass socks. So socks mm-hmm. is a German company, S A C H S, and socks makes magnificent product. I mean, socks is known for ridiculously good suspension systems. All kinds of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, Volvo. Yeah, right? I yeah. mean, there's so like, much stuff that Sox manufactures. chains, everything. That is really super-duper high-end. And so when these bikes came in, called the Mad-Ass, they made a 125, they made a 50. The first ones that we got, the first couple of orders that we placed, these things were literally good enough that we drove them cross-country. And we did. And the fucking things held up. And they held up on a cross-country tour. We had a blog called Dr. Madass. Exactly. It was fun. <laughs> we were having a really good time with these It things. still exists. Right. They're still roaming around the, the internet. But within a few months, maybe a year and a half, the quality of the product that we were getting had dropped so bad that we couldn't carry it at the shop anymore. Because the bikes that were coming in were having extremely weird atypical failures. Metallurgical <coughs> failures. Always I remember the um, uh, Kickstarters. Kickstarters. The Kickstarters. shafts were breaking right off yeah. like, a, like a green limb. Yep. Jeez. Right off. This. And we oh, you, you could like kick one and just... And we had right other off. things that were failing too. So we had a number of items fail on the bike that were welds mm. that were... You could tell the, the... You could tell just the prep and the metal had gone bad and the, the metallurgy had gone bad because... The people who are running the factory, of course, are going to feather their own nest with cheaper suppliers. So if you're paying, and let's just say for a $2,500 bike, you're spending $950 to have that thing made in China. Well, if that guy can knock that price down to $450, he's making an extra $500 on every bike. Those numbers are exotic. but Even if he can knock it down to $900, if he can take 1%, 2% off, when he's yeah. operating on a slim margin, right. yeah. our guy that we Another bought one bikes or two from, or three or five percent is that's huge not, to him. The, but that's not t- just atypical of China. I mean, who, you don't buy a car built on a Friday. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was the that was the saying. You'd never buy a car built on a Friday because it would be, yeah. you know, not put together correctly. My wife's Ford Focus, her first one she got. You know, Ford Focuses are made in Mexico. And we had some problems with that car. And we looked it up. And her fucking car was built on a Friday. That was Cinco de Mayo. Ah! I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Double whammy, Her car was built on a Friday. That was Cinco de Mayo. The Mexican in the room is laughing. I've been binge listening to the podcast. You told this full story mm. in 2016. Right. They come around, brother. They come yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you look into what day her Fiat 500 was made? No, it was made in Italy. They're all equally bad. <laughs> Every day is Friday. Yeah, yeah. And the interesting thing is, I, you know, we rented a Fiat Panda when we were in Italy. And the Fiat Panda had, you know, 20,000 miles on it, and it performed admirably. But my wife's Fiat Cinquecento had 42,000 miles on it or whatever, 40,000 miles on it, and it lost a head gasket. Hmm. 
Now, it turns out that because she did get the first one of those cars in Cleveland, and she did drive it a lot, so she put the miles on it. So just now, right now, a lot of other people with that same Fiat Cinquecento are having the same head gasket problems. And so what's turning out to be like something that everybody at the dealership agreed to disavow the knowledge of has becoming a fucking recall type event. So uh, a lot of people are having head gasket related problems. The same thing happened with the Mini Coopers. If you had a Mini, if you had a Cooper S, you know what head gaskets are like. Mm -hmm. And so it is not uncommon to have that problem. And timing changes. Right, exactly. I had a 2003 Mini Cooper S, and then living in Cleveland Heights, I couldn't have a Mini Cooper S anymore because the roads are so bad that it just shook the car apart. I just shook that poor poor little vehicle. I thought you were going to say they're so littered on the road, you can't get by them anymore. I had 18s on that thing. You know, when I got the thing going places fast, it was awesome. Right. Like a nice smooth road, but to drive home, and then if I got drunk and let my wife drive it, yeah. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm driving. I'm like, you're hitting every hitting all pothole. The potholes. She's like, well, that's why you drive all. I'm like, yeah, you can't hit potholes. You're bending everything. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're bending everything. I just thought you were drunk. It turns out you were trying to miss potholes. Yeah. And the east side of, like, literally, the Cleveland Heights part of Cleveland is a part of Cleveland where it has become culturally affluent. So Somewhat. yeah, there's people that live there. They're like, well, I live in the Heights, except for the fact that they won't fix a goddamn road. No, and our taxes do- are freaking. I, I pay so much in taxes. Yeah. It's re- like our, our roads should look like fucking the Autobahn. No, your roads look like Bhopal, India. Yeah, it's yeah. worse than that. They're they're literally. I, on the way to work, sometimes in the morning, I go and there'll be cars with wheels off. Gone. Like the whole wheel is yeah. off because yeah. they hit a pothole that consumed yeah. the car. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Detroit ten years ago. Right. <laughs> I just push a couch into the hole. Yeah. <laughs> I've bent so many rims on that bike right there yeah. by hitting potholes because yeah. they're yeah. so such narrow tires. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is definitely like that's one of the things we have a uh, the west side's not nearly as bad as the east side for Cleveland it's just a weird thing we don't get snow over here like it's just a weird like Cleveland is a strange place beyond the weather but when you take into account the weather it's really weird we have a really big pothole over you know maybe 200 meters west of here in front of CBS there was a very big pothole and so they were doing some sewer work on the street next door to us and I grabbed one of the tall four foot tall cones like you know that that four foot tall skinny cone so i grabbed one of those four foot tall skinny cones and i was on a customer's vespa i was doing a demo ride on and i grabbed this thing and i picked it up they're they're heavier than you think uh the bases are quite heavy and i took it down the street and went left to center at traffic long enough to joust that thing i stuck it like a like a british person sticks a pin in a map right and i just i was like so you're done the field games at the. I uh, did. I, uh, I own that hole now. Yeah, okay. I, claimed <laughs> I claimed it in the name of Cleveland Moda. It's called Phil Hole. <laughs> and the hole was at least. James hit it with his truck, right? And uh, the hole was at least 11 inches deep and maybe 28 inches in circumference, Jeez. right? And so, but it fit like the whole base of that oh, traffic yeah. cone thing fit in there perfectly. So I I, I speared that fucker. And uh, you know, I did the whole Moby Dick on it, right? And just, yeah. and, Call me Ishmael. Yeah, and I just <laughs> and dropped that thing. And I was like, at least this is going to give people a fighting right. chance. They're not going to hit, right. they're not going to go into it. And uh, when I went home, you know, six hours later, 
It was still standing there. And I was like, you go, you proud traffic cone. You, you, you protector of suspension systems. Yeah. You probably saved like 10 grand worth of people's cars. Fuck yeah. Like, yeah. And then if you yeah. do, you're supposed to be able to call the city and do something. You'll Try never get, like, oh, we'll give you $9. That should help you yeah, with your problem. Yeah. We, James lost, we lost, you know, we get snow. And so they had peeled out a section of the road that was about 12 inches wide and about four and a half feet long approaching the Rocky River Bridge from the Lakewood side. And they hit it with a plow and just peeled this entire section of the road out. And so James was out doing a demo ride on a customer's bike. And the bike, the hole swallowed the bike. I mean, it just absorbed an entire scooter. And it happened to be a big-wheeled scooter, which meant the rims folded up in a spectacular way. Just the notch them at a pure 90-degree angle. And James somehow managed to exit the bike without hurting himself. But had to, like, push the bike back, like, katuka, 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 the whole way from the point of impact. Which is, you know, it's only about 100 yards or so. But we did make a claim with the city of Lakewood. And we knew we were in good shape when the city of Lakewood was battling the city of Rocky River, which who was responsible for that particular spot of damage? And we got some money. We got, we got a little bit of money, and it, it did pay for the damages to the customer's bike. And he got new rims and new tires and whatnot. But just the same. I mean, that's the thing. And this time of the year, it's springtime, dude. Our people ride motorcycles. <laughs> if you live anywhere there's salt, snow, or snow plows, do not go forth with great enthusiasm into yeah, that corner. That's dangerous. Yeah. 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 Don't, uh, oh, and if you think it's a puddle, don't drive in. Oh, no. Because yeah. yeah. that yeah. shit could be 18 yeah. inches deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Riverside, yeah. right by full of that salt. first parking spot by Vosh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was walking there, and I noticed that the road was kind of, like, down a little bit. Yeah. There was a hole, like maybe a six-inch hole in there. I shined my flashlight down into that hole, and it went to, to hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. You there was a cavern. Magma. No, there was a cavern underneath that that you oh, could... Oh, it opened up? You could stand... You could drive a car It was going to be a sinkhole. Really? It yeah. was. Wow. So I called the city. I'm like, hey, you got to put something there, because yeah. a car is going to drive over that, and the whole road's going to collapse into it. So for, that's why they had that sign there for like oh, six months okay, until yeah. they fixed right. it. Yeah, because that was. But I mean, really, you could see the gates of oh hell through God. that. <laughs> so back to dumb motorcycle scooter shit. Oh yeah, I shoot this stupid uh, video, like a stupid video, like, "Hey, this is a Kimco like 150, and we enjoy it, and it's cool, and we think it's neat, and it's twenty five ninety nine, so it's not much money, yeah. and it certainly gives you better value value than a lot of other bikes you can buy for twenty five ninety nine, but." Viewers, this shit is China, and we're keeping an eye on it, and we'll keep you posted for how it goes. Today, we got a call from the people at Kimco, and I really kind of thought it was going to go a certain direction, because I've gotten those calls before. It usually is just ahead of the cease and desist letter from a lawyer. (laughs) But no, they were asking us permission to put our video on their website. Oh. Well, that's interesting. Really? I know. A corporation like Kimco USA was asking me permission to feature our video, which has moments of being a cautionary tale about their product on their website. Maybe they have confidence in it. But, but and they're going to say the follow-up's going to be good. Maybe they're going to so. edit it and parse it to well, some degree, too. Well, until they yeah. sponsor us the way that the we'll fine folks like at <laughs> Mad Tree Brewing have. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> 
Because rounding that's, third? That's, that's two bad, uh, bad tree references. We have a third. <laughs> yeah. A third one, we get a free case of beer. <laughs> that's it. I'll give, uh, I'll give Cleveland Moto a little props here. Oh. So my, uh, my Stella yeah. that we worked on yeah. has now reached the point of breaking in this. That is breaking in break in this. If you have two stroke, that's a real word. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, the 177 cc kit is killing it. Yeah, good. The exhaust is good. It sounds yeah. like a mad pile it of bees. Does sound it's good, awesome. doesn't it? <laughs> but it's fast enough now that I broke the speedometer cable, and then I made a cop laugh so hard, and he couldn't believe how fast it was going last Saturday that he didn't give me a ticket. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> How fast were we going? If you had to guess, I, I, I would. Uh, what it, the speedometer was working, it was like, and I wasn't officially broken in. And Phil kept saying, "Dude, stop doing that." It was like <laughs> fifty-eight or sixty, so it's got to be up around sixty-five because I was flat and level. Sure. And I, I replaced the shock in the front and didn't really do the speedometer cable right because I was probably a couple of beers into it, yeah. and so it frayed. And so I was like, "I don't even care." Yeah, you're I don't like, need I, the I don't care. Yeah. Scooter, right? Right. So I was. I was going for my beer run last Saturday, and I was just hauling ass, and these people pissed me off, and I pegged it, and I was in fourth gear, and I was like, <laughs> and I passed this cop, and I'm like, oh, this is bad. This is like, bad. This is bad. <laughs> Kid so, at Stella in fourth gear passing yeah, a cop. I'm like, no, this is bad. So he, he pulls me up literally in, in, in the uh, Whole Foods parking lot. <laughs> so... I mean, like, wow, yeah. that is so white. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is yeah. whiter than white. So, the bearded guy with tattoos on the Stella getting pulled over in the cop in the Whole Foods parking lot. I'm about to be like, I'm going to buy an IPA and go home and relax, guys. <laughs> do, they have, do they have organic gasoline there? No, they don't. <laughs> but he goes, Do you know how fast you're going? And I said, I honestly don't. He's like, Why don't you? And I pointed down to the freight speed speedometer. Right, table. exactly. And he's like, you're going to get that fixed? I'm like, this literally just happened. I just tucked it in. I live a couple things on. I was just coming out. Did he give you one of our cards? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I he, know a guy who can hook you up. He says, uh, he says, I clocked you at about 60. Yeah. Wow. And you're going past. And I was, he's like, was that fully wide open? I'm like, I had a little more to go, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now your balls are just too yeah. bad. And then he goes, he, goes, he goes, is that stock? I said, no. And he said, I didn't know these things could go there. <laughs> and then, that, so then I get into the whole thing about like he's like, "Well, I ride motorcycles," and I'm like, "Yeah, but you've never ridden a ten inch, a ten right. inch yeah. scooter." Yeah, I'm same. like, 60 miles an hour on a ten inch yeah. scooter is like 190 on an R1." <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I've done the math. <laughs> yeah, like, there's actually an equation that can prove this kind of thing. So he was just like, "Dude, slow it down. Just be cool and get the speedometer fixed." And I was like, "You got it. You man. got it, officer." <laughs> and I think I hit 70 on the way home. So, anyways, the scooter's doing well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and that's and every Stella ever has had a broken speedometer. Right. Like, there's never been a Stella that lasts more than like a New York minute with its speedometer functioning. Oh yeah, yeah because yeah. the uh, the speedo drive gears are made out of Velveeta. Like, like they're <laughs> terrible. Oh, they are. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They're made yeah. out of the worst plastic. Right. We ever. used to have a rule at the shop was when you'd take a Stella out of the crate, you didn't back it out of the tr- crate because it would destroy the Speedo drive gear <laughs> as you backed it out of the crate. Yeah. So you'd only pull it out of the crate forward. Right. <laughs> so because so at least that, that Speedo drive gear could get a good run or two in the grease. But uh, when you'd back them out, they would just literally... Just tear the whole they'd thing. they tear themselves apart. Yeah. And they are made out of a very soft grade of vinyl. But or uh, nylon, and it's just and, not uh, worth trying to take the whole head apart to fish. Go so like, No, no, you're better off putting your fucking your cell phone up yeah, there. Yeah, 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 you're better putting your cell phone up there, and or, it's more accurate too. Right. <laughs> That's or it. just not care. Or just using knots. <laughs> yeah. 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 put a rope behind yeah. your bike. Yeah. <laughs> How fast are you going? Twenty-two knots, sir. <laughs> <laughs> <You know too. laughs> That's it. 
Yeah. I know. I was going 22 knots. <laughs> Played that shit out. <laughs> Careful. I marked Twain and everything. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, I'm glad the bike's working for you. It is. Yeah, that thing came in. That that was one that, when it came in, it was making all the interesting can I, noises. Can I, did you, I don't even know if I told you the originating story of this. Yeah. So, my wife, well, hopefully, I don't you don't listen, but my wife, <laughs> boss, bought that scooter originally. Okay. Her yeah. and her wife bought scooters together. Okay? Yeah. So, they bought it from you. Wait, okay. your wife has a wife? No, no. My wife's boss, boss. has a wife. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Uh, right. I was yeah. like, wait. And, but, but she's also a she and she, so it's whatever. Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, different. Two and uh, so I don't think she really ever learned how to shift or actually use the bike. Probably not. But I was not aware of this. So my wife comes in and she was like, and anytime my wife was like, do you want to buy a motorcycle? The answer is yes. Of course. Like, you don't yeah. say no. Like, yeah. So she's no, like, hey, that's uh, not a trap or anything. Like, you want a blowjob. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. 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 She's like, my boss is uh, selling a scooter. Do you have an interest in it? Because it would be kind of neat. Like, I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll take oh, it. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. And it was a reasonable price. It was like a thousand bucks or something. Like, yeah. Two thousand miles. Like, Game on. And she's like, I, uh, can you ask her? I don't have time right now. Is it where everything works? Yeah, okay, great. So I get into the situation where I show up and the thing starts and it's running halfway decent. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. And I get her the money and whatever. She has yeah. me the title. And so I have to go from Lakewood to Cleveland and I'm driving it about halfway through it, man. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. So now I'm in a position like if it was anybody else, I'd be back there and be like, give me my money I back. I want my money back. Yeah. But it's my wife's boss. You can do that. So now yeah. I just bought a yeah. fucked up motorcycle and from I'm your wife's stuck boss. with it. Yeah. <laughs> so I that's when I brought that. it to you. Oh, that's hilarious. And then oh, Phil shit. pulled his little routine of being Phil. So not only did I drop it off for repairs, but you I bought went home bike. with the PX125 <laughs> to ride for uh, a year. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 There's nothing better. There's nothing better. But you did give me a really fair price on it, and yeah. I did the favor. So when I had the other one fixed, okay. I sold my buddy the PX125 oh. for the exact price I paid for it. Yeah. And now he's riding. So oh, that's cool. Nice. So we created another person. And yeah. I was a scootery guy. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also jealous of my adventure bikes, and he's like, hmm. Oh, so I kind of have to get into that yeah, now, yeah. too. So it fills the barn on the scooter industry. What's that? 1150 GSA for sale. You have 1150 GSA for sale. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. You know, um, we talked about in the podcast. We we let the Motoguzzi go, so the Motoguzzi's have all gone away. So we've got a few oh, of them. They have. Oh yeah, they God. have. Oh well, yeah, there's all kinds of holes oh, in the yeah. showroom. You send them all. So oh, there's we, one. Well, that's mine. No, yeah. and this one's mine. I'm mean, gonna four <laughs> tickets into it. So right. I'm pick it up. Oscar Oscar's trying to single handedly dominate mm. the whole world of Motoguzzi raffle tickets. Oh, I uh, there's a couple of people that are really crushing it on the like. Statistically speaking, which that means nothing, statistically speaking, there are a lot of people who have figured that the numbers are in their favor. Right. right. And they're buying loads of tickets. You're buying loads of tickets. Oscar's buying loads of tickets. I just sold some stuff through uh, things I didn't need, and I'm waiting for that money to chill for a minute, and that's kind of <laughs> it's going to head into <laughs> buying goddamn raffle tickets. I bought, I bought one ticket, I swear. We shot a video. It's great. Oh, I got a friend. Uh, he's one of my... I, and I, Maybe they listen to the podcast, maybe they don't, but his wife doesn't listen to the podcast, so we're cool. So uh, my friend Alex, who's a Russian doctor. Like a legit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a legit Russian doctor. Like He's down in West Virginia, and he, like, he is a straight up, but he's one of my favorite humans on the planet. And he's just joy. Like every time I meet this guy, I just get happier being around him. Because he's a big Russian. You know, he's like, he is the prototypical Russian. big Russian bear. <laughs> But he's got like one of those monowheel scooters that oh, you gotta like, yeah. you know, that's like a, a what do they call it, a tilting board, like a stable oh, board thing. Yeah. But he's got one of those scooters, and he's a true vintage scooterist. Like shows up on old school vintage Vespas and shit, 
And he's just a fun fucking cat. Like, love this dude. Straight up think he's the greatest guy in the world. And uh, so we're at scooter rallies all the time. And, you know, maybe he doesn't tell his wife he's going to a scooter rally. <laughs> maybe he tells his wife he's going to, like, a doctor's convention. As right. one does. Right, as one does. <laughs> and then maybe during the course of said scooter rally, he might buy three or $400 worth of raffle tickets. <laughs> as one does. And maybe during the course of one scooter rally, he wins the fucking oh. raffle bike. <laughs> at a raffle, at a scooter rally, he wasn't supposed to be at. Right. Well, that That's stacks a small, problem. A smaller yeah, lie yeah. on top of a big lie, <laughs> and you build this like interesting pyramid of lies. Well, that's all cool, except for like the next rally he wasn't at. He happened to win a scooter at that rally too. Oh no! <laughs> well, this is becoming an issue, especially when your wife tells you you're not allowed to buy any more scooters. Right. I want his problem though. That sounds no, like yeah. a great yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a great problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the point is with Alex. Nobody will ever accuse him of not buying tickets. Mm-hmm. The dude buys some tickets. And there's rallies we go to where if you want to buy, like, an arm's it's worth like, of tickets, yeah. you're going to see boobs. Right. Because that oh. comes along with right. being a big spender. I've been to that rally. Right. <laughs> and that's why they sell so many tickets. Right. <laughs> because I could buy ten tickets and not see boobs. Or I could buy two boobs. arms worth of and tickets and see boobs. It really depends on the boobs, though. No, Trust me. They're, they're, oh, they're, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're buying these are like, top yeah. shelf. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no yeah. well boobs. No, no, no. These are not well <laughs> boobs. No, no. These are top shelf boobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> these boobs come in a bag, in a box, in a bag, in another box. Oh, thank you. The Rolex of boobs. They are the yeah. Rolex of yes. boobs. These are solid gold boobs. Yes, they yeah. are. <laughs> Yeah, they are the best <laughs> boobs, and I yeah, think you'll... everybody missed that. that <laughs> yeah, it's okay. That was pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, there were a lot of things that got talked about before the microphone got turned on. Yeah, so we are—we're literally in a position where we have two Chinese things. So to our right, we have a Chinese like 150. To our left, we have a Chinese X Town 300. Both things are made in China. We are talking to you on a task task cam recorder that is made. In China, China right. and next to my Apple iPhone that is made, made in China. China. Yep. So Breaking beer made from Mad Tray Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> Excellent. Actually, that X Town kind of reminds me, the, at least the back end, yeah. to an MP3. It does. Yeah, the back end has got a very MP3 flavor to it. Yep. Yeah, fortunately, the front end has the correct number of wheels. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, it does. Are those 14s on that, too? 14? I can't tell. I don't wheels know. I'm sitting too Prop, far away yeah, from the tires. Like I'm impressed with the exhaust system. A lot of the Chinese scooters always have, like, the, the janky exhaust. <laughs> yes, the dude yeah, showed up today. Yeah. Dude showed up today with a pickup truck. In the back of his pickup truck, he had a Tao Tao. Oh, yeah. A, I, I, I shit you not. That's a real name. The VIP. Look Tau-tau it up. The Tao Tao. T A O T A O. He had a Tao Tao 125 something. I took pictures of it. But the gap between the headset and the leg shields was like two and a half inches of daylight. <laughs> I mean, this thing was assembled on a very bad day. Yeah. yeah. The Tao Tao's and the, the VIPs are. Fired up, list. Steve. Every every dude that wants a scooter that actually you know says hey what do you think about this scooter it's always that oh yeah how do you like that neck gap is that a nice (laughs) neck gap looks like like my Honda Ruckus that's a nice neck gap that that wasn't supposed to look James that's cool exactly yeah yeah exactly. 
They're Kendas. So. Oh, they're Kendas. Yeah, exactly. So the same Ro- shit Honda looks like my Roger DeCoster mongoose from like 1977. <laughs> Seriously. Wow, way to go, 70s reference guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Roger DeCoster Mongoose. It spins all the way around. <laughs> That's it. Oh, my God. Wow, we've, we bring up the CW. We've drank half the bottle that? of scotch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that happens. Yeah, we can tell. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just a, I mean, that's just like the Tau Tau showed up. The guy comes in and goes, Yeah, um, can you work on this? I was like, Can? Won't. And, uh, <laughs> two different questions right i was like yeah. i can i won't and he's like well but it only needs and i'm like hold on <laughs> i looked at the vin it was built in 2016 sold him as a 2017 it had 28 miles on it and the exhaust had already fallen off oh, oh. <laughs> at 28 miles and I saw the headset gap. The headset gap was literally, as I, I've that's, shown the picture around, the headset gap was at least two and a half inches. you got to yeah. put that in a show notes. Right. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, well, what happened? He goes, well, my daughter fell over on it. <laughs> and I was like, that my, stress my cat headset. jumped on it. I was like, <laughs> she must, she must <laughs> have had some grip. Have you ever done like any, meter. any kind of like thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever put together anything where... Hold on, Steve's got an actual question. I have a question. So... So you're Phil. You've always been Phil. As long as I've known you've been Phil, you're like, your opinion is yours, and you're going to let everybody know about it. Oh, fuck fine. Yeah. That's, right. that's who you are, right? That's it. So have you ever, like, pissed enough people off, but then they go away, but then actually when they find out that you're right, have you have you seen that they've come back and they no. become customers? No. Never? No, no, no. Because no, 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 no. they're ashamed. They're, they're so ashamed, ashamed of themselves. Yeah, they're so too ashamed. They're, uh, I've never had Shame anyone say... What's that? Yeah. Shame or pride. Shame or pride. I've never had anyone say, line. I fucked up, <laughs> you, you called right. me on it, yeah. and it turns out you were right. But, I mean, you've had to give people advice at some point about the time I got they came sued. back, and they are like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got sued. I got sued. <laughs> I got sued. I got arrested. I got sued. <laughs> I broke bones. You're right. I did get arrested. I got sued super hard. Uh, $25,000 times two. I don't know the exact... Amount, but you're gonna have to talk to my lawyer, <laughs> Eric Martino, Columbus, Ohio. Strongly recommend him. Uh, really close to yeah. uh, Cincinnati. No, yeah, well, we, you know, we got the whole state covered. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Eric Martino. Ding. Uh, but yeah, I was able to. Uh, I was able. Maybe to, he'll sponsor us. Well, no, <laughs> I would never ask Eric for money. Uh, Eric did the right thing. Eric realized that I had voiced my opinion strongly on YouTube about a company that was importing Chinese bikes that were, well, fucking garbage. And I think Eric was able to win my case on the liar, liar, pants on fire defense or the, uh, (laughs) is Phil wrong? Right. You know, the idea was like, Phil is talking some shit. Like, he's talking some horrible shit. But he can back it up. He's making some good points. However, (laughs) unless you can prove that your shit is not as bad as he says it is, You're going to have a hard time saying that it's actionable or that he's hurt your business in any way. And you have a trail, you have a record, an online record of stuff of dealing with motorcycles, being in the industry for this many years. Yeah. So even if you sucked at what you did, you still have this many years. Oh, exactly. I've been sucking for 20 plus years. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, that turns out. Yeah. So I I think you won because the plane broke down on their Chinese scooter on the way to the. Yeah. Job. <laughs> now, what I will say is, my my attorney, God bless him, did say that this would be cheaper to just make go away. But I did pay him. Like, you know, let it not be said too loudly. 
that I'm a cheapskate. Nah, fuck it, I'm a cheapskate. But he did. <laughs> I did pay him for his services, and he was very generous in the services he gave me. But the the idea being that I was sued by somebody who thought that they had a right to shut me up hmm. because I was saying shitty things. I was saying true things about their shitty product. Is right. this not America? <laughs> <laughs> but I I will be happy to tell you that right now I have a wildfire hat. I got a wildfire T-shirt. I got a bunch of wildfire shit, and there's no more wildfire company. <laughs> yeah, and so I have earned the right. Is that the company that was suing you? Yeah, I've earned the right legally in court to tell you if your scooter says wildfire on the side, it's a flaming shit pile. You, you suck. <laughs> right, that's it. And and a judge has agreed that it's a flaming shit pile. You know, well, a wildfire is a. Flaming shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this comes from an expert. Right? Coming, from, <laughs> coming from the fireman. Go to Ice Bear. Well, I'm, we've discussed that um, we had a bike in here. Now we moved it. Thank God. Wait, no, we're talking about. F- uh, I'm not going to say it. I don't want to get sued. No, it's cool. A frozen shit pile? A frozen shit pile. Ice Bear. Uh, we're almost certain at this point that Ice Bear became SSR, but we could be wrong. I mean, we're. I mean, we're I mean, we're not experts. We're just enthusiasts. And, is that uh, the is that the uh, rocket big rocket? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuckus. Yeah, the hundred and fifty cc Chinese powered fuckus. I saw yeah. that. I'm like, that is not. Do you know what that bike's called? <clears throat> I got to give it props. It's the one hundred and fifty cc SSR Rowdy. Rowdy, rowdy, the rowdy. I'm going to tell you what. If your name's Rowdy and you go to jail, <laughs> yeah. it's not looking good for you, Rowdy. Where the Where kill? <laughs> yeah, Rowdy, 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 Piper. Rowdy, 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 Rowdy. It's yeah. not looking good for you, Rowdy. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. It's not looking good for you, Rowdy. Yeah, unless you are in the WWF, yeah. and unless it's 1985, you can't you be can't called Rowdy. You can't pull that shit off. You you know, the Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that is full on. That is the, the Rowdy best movies ever. Yep. Yeah. They live. Yeah. They, they live. live. Totally. Yeah. I always wanted to party with that dude, man. With yeah. Rowdy? Yeah. 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 I've come here to chew gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of gum. <laughs> you know, funny enough, when I was coming in today, you yeah. know, I was trying to work on a version of that to say to him when I came <laughs> in. I was going to be like, I came here to talk about motorcycles and drink beer, and I'm all out of... Oh, wait a minute. No, I got to oh, oh, Wait, fuck, I couldn't pull it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came here to talk shit and drink whiskey, and yeah. I've done both. Damn it. <laughs> all I need is a... Uh, Unpaid venue in which to do it. Yeah. <laughs> do we have a free forum in which can we, we can express our views? Uh, this is an unpaid venue. Yes. It is. <laughs> it's actually, hey, so well, I think which. you would probably say no. It's actually paid for quite. We a do bit. pay for it yeah, quite right. a bit. Yeah. And, it's, and if you'd like to help us, right. uh, first of all, go to our Facebook page, which is Cleveland Moto. We podcast. need a Patreon. No, we don't. God damn it. You're sitting six feet away from our Patreon. There you go. Look over your left shoulder. No. No. Keep going. Ah. Oh, yes. The motorcycle. The motorcycle. (laughs) That's right. We shot a video today. We put it up on our Facebook page. So if you go to Cleveland Moto Podcast, um, you'll see a video that we shot with the lovely Moto Guzzi. Moto Guzzi. V7 Mark 1 Scrambler which is my bike but it's the only one whoa, 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 you'll have to whoa, hold on yeah. wait a second hold on. <laughs> I 
Oscar and, St- and Sleepy with Oscar like and have Steve are going to fight a ticket out. cage match. Cage yeah. match. Yeah. 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 I can buy more tickets than you, bitch. I can buy more tickets than you, bitch. Dude, we can make more money having them fight yeah. over the bike. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tickets still available. Tickets only takes one to win. There you go. It only takes one to win. Yeah. If you are interested in pissing off Sleepy or Oscar, <laughs> <laughs> buy tickets. Buy tickets. Uh, yeah, you go to uh, you go to your PayPal, www.paypal.com, and you send twenty bucks for one ticket to clevelandmoto at gmail.com. That's the way it works. Now we've also had people no shit mail us a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> it happens <laughs> by going to clevelandmoto.com and getting our address at the bottom of the website. Mm-hmm. People have mailed us, and, and I will actually write you out a ticket, just like I do everybody else. So your $20 or 20 singles or whatever you send me, beaver pelts, whatever your local <laughs> currency is, uh, but you mail that shit to me, and I'll make you a ticket, and you get a ticket in the box, and we got a, a nice box of tickets going. We're, we're about num- ticket number uh, 300 or so right now. Nice. The trick Dude, is beaver pelts would be cool. Well, yeah, see, you know, <laughs> those, those poor bastards, <laughs> right, right. those poor bastards in the frozen tundra—they got to have fun too, right? So, but they, but we don't want to run. The weirdest thing is, I don't actually want to sell out of tickets because I do want to still sell tickets for the event yeah. at Mid Ohio. Yeah. So, like, I can sell tickets at Bandcamp because oh yeah, Bandcamp yeah right. So I'm I can sell tickets at Bandcamp. Yeah. I can sell tickets. There's a couple of different like lowbrow events and mm-hmm. shit that we're going to go to between now and then. But I really do want to have tickets left over to sell at Mid Ohio. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to go into Mid Ohio with no tickets left to sell because it is going to be hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I want you to see you guys. I've made a major investment here. Uh, you the, put a mustache on the bike. Right? Well, I did put a mustache on the bike because it was in the DGR. Yeah. But I had Larry at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had Larry at BCF Cycle. Nice. This is a little shout out to Larry at BCF Cycle. Larry will make you a T-shirt, and uh, so I had Larry at BCF Cycle <laughs> print me up a, uh, a T-shirt that says "Win this bike, twenty bucks." Uh, and I'm going to be wearing this T-shirt. That's high quality. It is yeah, high quality. It is. It's clearly a high yeah. quality T-shirt. It totally it's doesn't a, look like an iron. <laughs> it's a yep. porta. Uh, the T-shirt's made by Porta Potty. Wait, that's the back. It is the back. Oh, okay. well, you oh, can't nice. see it on the front. Right, on the front is just my nipples. But on the front, <laughs> it's going to be uh, on the back. Is win this bike twenty bucks, nice. and I'm going to wear this T-shirt. I ride around Mid Ohio, and oh, people are going to yeah, people okay. are going to buy tickets from me. Hmm. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, people are going to be like, dude, sell me a ticket for that bike for twenty bucks. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And the naked girl in the back with a pen is going to write your ticket up. Yeah. So you give a whole arm length and you'll show your tits. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we may have to hire her in for the weekend. That's it. Or maybe we can get one of the uh, Santa Cruz uh, Well, Kimmy might be available. Show their tits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe that's the combo. Maybe that's that the might crossover. Be it. That yeah. might be you the might crossover. have to hire Kimmy. Um, long story short, the <laughs> folks from the Misfits were teasing about, like, we want to have the only naked ride ever at Mid-Ohio. Hmm. And I'm like, you're nine years late for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we've accidentally ridden around Mid-Ohio naked just because yeah. bathrooms, you know, and they're not where you put your camper. But that, they were like, well, we want to, we want to plan, like, we want to do it. I was like, dude, you don't ever plan the naked ride. No. You don't schedule the naked ride. The naked ride is something that happens, mm-hmm. and you just get, like, 12 people naked riding around, and then eventually 12 people turns is into it? 14, turns yep. into 18, turns into 20, if the spirit is right. 
You and honestly, it. you can't. You no, can't you can't make up a flyer. No. Yeah. No. no, you just can't do that. <laughs> because the flyer would be very unrepresentative of what it's actually going to be making. That's another problem with that whole situation. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> and his old yeah, saggy yeah. balls. Yeah. yeah. But you, so yeah. you guys been taught like well, not, I, I guess because in my world, I you know I've been going through all the different podcasts yeah. and weird orders and stuff, right? <laughs> so you know I'm like oh, <laughs> so like, I'm all about vintage years this year. Yeah. Because like I was I was working a bunch of years I couldn't go. I used to go yeah. all the time. So now I'm like wow, this thing turned into this fucking shit show that's awesome, right? Vintage days has turned into a shit show. So yeah. I was just thinking back to the squid days when I was doing the rider for life thing, and. If you can imagine what you guys are talking about, yeah. how awesome it is, how yeah. everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, you want a beer? Let's do this. Oh, thing. yeah. If you can imagine back in the days of going to Florida for these stunt wars with oh, like yeah. 10,000 people. Oh, there, it was insane. With 9,000 bros trying to yeah. outbro each other and be the bigger <laughs> douche from the other guy. Uh, and I'm not talking about the stunt. Great. They're all talented guys doing their thing. I was mostly videoing and selling yeah. t shirts. Like, I, I sold the Fuck Chopper shirt that looked yeah. like the way, you oh, yeah, know, yeah. with Jesse James was actually cool. He bought some from us, Dude. where Harley Davidson sued me for our sport bikes thing. <laughs> for you, oh, no. the sport bikes. Like, we have 2,975 fucking patents on that bar. If you even, you think you would, if it moved remotely, bar, it remotely looks, looks like, like a bar and shield. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was at yeah. the IMS show in Washington, and, like, this guy's sitting there, and, and uh, he's kind of looking at our stuff. We were down selling all this stuff, and we had the sport bikes for life yeah. and the Harley level, right? Yeah. And, uh. I kind of noticed him, whatever. So, you know, you know how it is at the shows. When you're oh, done, you're done. Like, oh, everyone yeah. wants to go party. I'm like, I'm fucking going to bed. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the that. last day. Then I then I right. destroyed everything. But whatever. So I'm at the hotel room, <laughs> and I'm watching, like, you know, Discovery Channel or something. And it was right when the V-Rod came out, right? Yeah. Mm. So it was, like, the making of the V-Rod. So I'm in the hotel room after dealing with this idiot at the floor, and I'm watching this. And also, like, the first guy to ride it was Willie G. Davison. And I'm like, uh-oh. That was the fucking guy taking and pictures like, at our fucking booth. And <laughs> fuck, I'm like, oh, I remember this that great haircut. <laughs> I get home, everything's cool. Oh, Two weeks shit. later, I got a white embossed envelope with the Harley logo on it. The cease and desist. How many of you yep. sold? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Orville Redenbacher told oh, you to cease and desist. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. But anyways, I just, I was like, you know, I got to get back to going out and doing some of this stuff because it sounds it's fun. fun. Yeah. Because compared to the douchehoggery that used to go on back in the thing, it was just, it was unbelievable, man. Well, the good news is, if you were in the market of putting, like, fun for on, katanas mm-hmm. you had all the money you could ever want if you could put if you could turn a if you could turn a katana if you could make a katana fuzzy you were in the game yeah that was the game if you could stretch a swing arm and make it fuzzy you were making money you know, you know yeah. the, the redeeming quality from like back in those days for me yeah so you know the star it was the no fear shirts well yeah yeah no fear oh yeah we know the star boys yeah i used to film whatever else oh yeah yeah so do you They'll know what happened to the running. one dude from him? The big fat guy? No, no, Scott. Oh, Scotty. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was actually doing some work for Blaster Corporation. Yeah. I was doing some stuff. For PB Blaster. PB Blaster. If you're not stuck, yeah. it'll melt a styrofoam cup. Great stuff. They're all it is. cool, They're, whatever. Justice Brothers is straight up legit. Like the the, the Blaster? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they hired this whole company. They're rebranding <laughs> everything. So we're doing all these videos. And, yeah. stuff. and at the same time, they they sponsored the Starboys. Yeah, right. right. And they were yeah. going to do all this legit stuff. And a year what? later, they spent a million dollars. They bought him a, like, you know the, the truck that Shaq had? Yes. The big, whatever that fucking thing yes. is, the 650 something. Yes, whatever. the F650 giant, ridiculous. Yeah, they bought truck. him one of those in a yeah. fucking 80 foot trailer, and they were like, go around the country and spread blaster love. And he was like, yeah. And then, like, seven days later, he found Jesus. Oh, oh Scotty! Oh. Yeah, Scotty did. Yeah, I think whoops. he found Jesus just before the warehouse in Akron got raided. Yeah, with all yeah. the stolen bikes. Oh yeah, no, so yeah. he found oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and so then he was supposed to go to like 
like 50 shows a year oh. to do all the stuff in like Quaker Steak and oh he was literally contractually obligated to, to go represent all the, shows, the Blaster but all he decided to do was take his shows to prisons to like change guys oh he was going to become Johnny so Cash. like I was at the meeting oh. and I'm sitting there and I'm listening right. to these guys he's like and the guy from Blaster's like how the fuck we're going to sell anything to somebody that's in prison? No. Nobody's buying fucking blood. And, and nothing in prison is rusty. No. Uh, All that rusty. shit is well lubed. Those rusty prison. Those gates. Heavy iron hinges. They do That's a hell of a lubricant if you have a Sawzall, too. You're going through that shit. But I, 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 was, I was thinking back to like all that stupidity, right? Yeah, like I was yeah. like, I was kind of, I was trying to do a t-shirt company more than being involved in oh, the yeah. fashion, right? Yeah. But have you seen, so again, in one of my YouTube loops, I came up through this thing called American, uh, it's the, it's the juggalo thing about America, uh, American <laughs> juggalo. American oh, juggalo. Oh, God. So I watched this thing. Oh, this is like, a Discovery Channel program. It's, about it's insane. It's about like you know pregnant girls doing math. The, the juggalo, the fago culture. And it hit yeah. me. That was the same as the stunt. It's the same. It's the same people. <laughs> they were like, I like this, I like that. Hatchet <laughs> Man <laughs> and Twelve O'clock Wheelies. Yeah, same, same thing. thing. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the same debauchery thing. is. The Could we possibly have a midget involved? They're, they're probably Game is. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Can Kid Rock be our official spokesman? Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm in that video. You're in that video? America. Yeah. There's a video in Detroit that they filmed, and I went up to the video that was filmed in Detroit for Kid Rock, <laughs> and uh, I took my, my Harley Davidson MT500 prototype military motorcycle. You don't get any more American... Than a British-made <laughs> rip-off. Of yeah. you, you were the first yeah. person that Ted Nugent ever fucking nuts the butts with. <laughs> if you watch carefully, you'll see a flat black military motorcycle shoot through the video with the front wheel in the air, and I'm doing that. And I and I ride a wheelie across the and it's the old Cubs Stadium, and I I run across the stadium on my you know 12 o'clock wheelie on this dirt bike. This Tigers. Hold on. Thank you. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Tigers. Chicago, and, Detroit. Yeah, just, yeah. Thank you. Tigers. Once again, sports fan? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> if it's not motorcycle racing or bullfighting, it's not a sport. Did you get a stag card? No, I didn't get a stag card. I got a fucking standing wheelie in a Kid Rock video. So watch the video. You'll see me doing a 12 o'clock video, a 12 o'clock wheelie on a Harley Davidson prototype, one of only five ever built, MT500 dirt bike, a military issue. So and when he becomes the next president, you're actually, in the cabinet. British build, probably. Well, it's actually Russian. So it was a, a, is it, it was Russian. It was CCM. I it was British. Well, this is a weird thing because it's CCM was bought by Armstrong, hmm. was bought by Harley Davidson, and <laughs> then it was prototyped to be our military <laughs> motorcycle. <laughs> so CCM is Russian, like hockey gear. But it was a Rotax motor. It still is. It's in my garage right now. I know they're still building CCMs right now with BMW engines. Are they BMW copies of Rotax engines? They're to turn you, the things full circle? No, I don't think so. <laughs> and they're I'm not made in China the, by Kimco? I'm not keeping the scorecard exactly, but <laughs> they're, they're not probably, available. They're, 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 they're probably Kimco. They're, them in, uh, they're like boutique bikes sold in Britain. So they're CCMs? Under, under the CCM name, yeah. Wow. And they've given up on the Armstrong name? Yeah, I believe so. Holy shit. So it's I'll CCM. I'll do a little research for the next time CCM around. is selling a boutique bike with a BMW engine. Which motor? 650. 
I believe. A, a, a single. That's oh, a yeah. Rotax. And they made a they made an adventure bike a couple years ago, exactly. didn't they? And no, it's it's a, it's a, I'm sorry, it's a four fifty. They use a four fifty. The four fifty yeah. model. But that, like totally Rotax. They they're uh, an adventure rider. They yeah, have a whole ADV poles. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have the still whole Rotax? thing about it. Yeah. Is it a Rotax? Yeah, it's totally a Rotax. I'm not gonna go on record. I don't think so. I, I was going to say, is it Kimco? Well, the original <laughs> ones are Rotex, but I don't know if they're still Rotex. Yeah, actually, he's going to say it's might be so Kimco. unreliable that it's it's it, it was a it was a turd. Like oh, always, really? it looked awesome. Yeah, like the yeah, adventure, yeah. but it looked yeah. it was like a it was like a 500, 450, 500 yeah, cc. Yeah. So it was light. It was like yeah. all these guys are always jerking each other off about how they want this perfect adventure bike that's like four fifty. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So these guys delivered it, but yeah. then it sucked. Ah, uh, so bitch. unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks. They uh. That BMW uh, cross country was a pretty good bike. Like I've known some people who owned it that really yeah. liked that thing. Yeah, they yeah. Had, wasn't that they where really the swing it. arm actually went through the? Yeah, the, it had the hole in the middle. No, but I mean, like the um, the drive the, the drive chain was like. Well, I mean, a perfect swing. like the zeros and stuff have got that. So that the swing arm, we're not on video. Well, the swing yeah, arm, I'm just like What Sleepy's what Sleepy's indicating is a finger going through a hole. Yeah, and I've never wanted to have sex. Hot dog in a donut. Thank God, Michael Fresh isn't here. Yeah, hot dog in a hallway. Yeah, but yeah, that was that thing. Like the zero uses. The uh, the swing arm and the uh, counter shaft sprocket right it, are as the pivot in line so that anytime you uh, load or unload the suspension, it doesn't change, it doesn't change the, the geometry between the right. front sprocket and the rear sprocket. And it's the right way. It's the correct way. But you know what's funny? I, I, I heard a review about that BMW, yeah. and all like the motocross guys were yeah. like, "This fucking thing sucks." But all <laughs> the guys that like actually rode just were regular yeah, guys right. were like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever yeah, ridden." Well, that's it. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. It, it is a weird thing. Yeah. I mean, and that's where it's tough. I mean. Uh, I had somebody recently try to finagle a deal with me on a bike I'm selling. You know, and when you're selling something to the whole planet, they're going to tell you how worthless it is, right? <laughs> Until they own it, in which right. case it's the oh, fucking yeah. bee's knees, yeah. right? Well, why do they want to own it if it's worthless? Yeah, and somebody tried right. to trade me uh, for a KZ1000 I have. They were telling me how, or for a KZ900 I have, <clears> they were telling me how not incredibly rare or cool it was. But they were offering me like $3,000 and a uh, a sherp like a like a proper beta trials bike, like a legit straight up water cooled two stroke beta trials bike. That'd be cool. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cool, man. That's the problem. Is that'd be fucking I'm awesome. I'm sitting here going, I'm going. Another thing that I completely don't need. Yeah. It's like a fog machine. You right. don't need it except for one <laughs> time a year. Cool. Yeah. A fog machine is only cool. Yeah. Like when you want to ride. Halloween. If you had that beta two-stroke two trials bike, you yeah. could take it to mid-Ohio, and you could like drive it on top of your school bus. Exactly. <laughs> Just the one time. At least once until you kill yourself. Until you yeah. fall off and realize yeah. you're not any good at it. Right. And, it doesn't and then like a 68-year-old Canadian guy comes up, and he's like, that's how we do it, eh? <laughs> and he completely does it correctly. Wait, was he Canadian or Australian? Oh, <laughs> wow, that was a remarkably short clip, and you picked up on it. <laughs> <laughs> he chops it. Does it have any chops or. Oh, what is that fucking guy? A&E. Oh, A&E? A-V-E. A-V-E. Yeah, he gives it. What is the word he uses? Chooching it. Chooching it. Yeah, he gives it a chooch. It's a scookum chooch. It's a if it's you haven't it discovered, there. they would choose it. We would bumblefuck it. Yeah, <laughs> be wary of Uncle Bumblefuck's adventures. If you have not been listening to AVE, or if you haven't been watching AVE videos yet, you're in the fucking dark ages. It's like a, it's like a. Oh, and watch Aussie Man. Yeah, yeah, that's another good one. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. AVE and yeah. Aussie Man yeah. are two. 
fucking perfect. Yeah, AVE is like the answer to the twelve-year-olds trying to be relevant on YouTube, uh, <laughs> and it'll give you it'll give you accent envy. For well, the rest dude, of your life. first of all, fucking, I wish to God I had his Vancouver <laughs> vernacular. Uh, my God, that guy can make anything sound appealing. He's, but, he's like the uncle you wish you had when you were a kid. And I like that, the that fact every that, fucking thing. You know? yeah, I like the fact that he's enigmatic. Like when you break your like Roger DeCoster mongoose in half, he can weld it back together for you. Well, yeah. and what's he look like? And t- you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And the bad part is, is you don't know what you're going to get. Sometimes he can be really technical and awesome, yeah. but sometimes he'll be like, that battery took six beers to charge, and then the video just goes down. <laughs> 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 yeah. Which... Sounds way too familiar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how a lot of shit goes around our shop. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I welded it. I welded it. I welded it. I welded it. I welded it, and then we threw it away and bought another one. <laughs> yep. And it turns out you can spend a lot of money on a welder, and it still doesn't weld real good. <laughs> yeah. It's the welder. It's not the person welding the welder. Sometimes it's the person behind the welder that makes the welder weld. Better. See, yeah. operator, headspace and timing. Headspace and timing. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> tang, 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 clank, 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 clank. Yeah. The uh, boom, 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 clank, 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 clank. The uh, headspace and timing reference is my absolute favorite because it is still one of my favorite things on the planet. Duh, <laughs> it spells it out. Yeah, it spells it out perfectly. Con- concisely. Yes, that's exactly it. If you have never been a victim of bad headspace or timing, <laughs> there's nothing I can do to help you. <laughs> yep. At some point, though, you will die and I will live because I understand what that damn thing on a chain means. <laughs> what that piece of metal on the end of a chain means. And that was so dumbed down, too. It was like, yeah. go, no go. Go or no go. One way or the other. It's like, if, you, if it's no go, it's like... Yeah. No go. Yeah. It, it's not pronounced ma deuce. It's pronounced mod deuce. It's M2. And it will make anybody ever duck. Yeah. There's nothing there's nothing worse for your entire operation than a fifty cal in the hand of a nineteen year old. I guarantee whatever you've got is worthless when it's Projectiles the size of a sausage. When Vienna sausages are coming through your AO at 2,300 feet per second, your shit is in the wind. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I assure you, it's bad. Hey, did anyone else see the motorcycle park behind us in the Discotastic 1981 paint job? Yeah. I was eyeballing oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? That looks oh. like Lawnmower Man made a bicycle. <laughs> or made a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like what Rob Halford actually rides. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that Johnny Chrome's brother's bike? No, it's uh, Luke's brother's bike. So okay. I get, I get. So this guy designed a paint scheme where it's like kind of cool. It's kind of going back, and then just decided to add honeycomb out of nowhere for no reason. <laughs> well, the thing is about the honeycomb is the bike is called Steel and Lace. Uh, steel, I think S T E A L, but steel it has a name. I did say Rob Helfert's actual motorcycle. Um, the only thing good about this motorcycle is I did see it kick Prince's motorcycle's ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this bike. So when you see the hexagons, yeah. So the hexagons are all representing steel. So the hexagons oh. represent steel. And the paint job is lace. Lacy, so there's yeah. lace uh, on so the So those white are the paint. heads of bolts sticking out okay. of that. Thing. Kind of. Yeah. But the interesting thing is when you realize as you walk around the motorcycle, the shadows being cast by the hexagon 
the steel hexagons. <laughs> the ha- the shadows are consistent to the location of the sun where it would be when the motorcycle was painted. What? I know. It took me a while. I didn't figure that out on my own. Luke had to tell me that shit. So when you hit it to 88 miles an hour, what happens? <laughs> you, you, you go to 1981 and that bike becomes a right. Come on. Exactly. And it is a CB750K, but it's got uh, Comstar wheels on it instead of spokey spokes. And it's got a... Look at the fairing on the front fender. Oh, the front fender is clearly oh, yeah. not from that bike. No, yeah. man. The front no, fender has a totally extra... It's got a Fiero fairing. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, the front fender has a whale tail. Yeah, it yeah. does. No, it's a 911. It's, it's a 911. It's a 911. The front fender there. is a 911 yeah. with cutaways so you yeah. can see the tire and be sexier. That's awesome. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, but that motorcycle. You take MasterCard? <laughs> right? it might, have to, it might have to have No, it. on that motorcycle, no, sir, no. we only take Diners Club. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, that motorcycle is truly. The the dis, the definition of 1981 awesomeness. The, are those forks stock? Yeah, like, really. With They're the, just cr- polished to within an inch of their life. But did they lave the top of? Them? I don't know, and I don't think so. I I really don't. Because I've, I've never seen. Have you ever? Seen I've a never fork seen like a that? Honda front fork that was literally what is it four or five lathes? <clears throat> yeah, lathe like, marks. It's, it's like, turned. Yeah, it's turned. Yeah, yeah. it's turned. Oh, so it's and turned. I don't think Honda would do that mm. because it's completely unnecessary. Yeah. So, but the fork bottom, the fork legs, you see they have the fitments for an extra rotor. That's going to say they're saving weight. They were oh, going yeah, for yeah, speed, yeah, but there's, <laughs> that's, why, that's, why for speed. that's why the whale tail is there, to keep the front yeah, end down. Yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah, this is for yeah. cooling yeah. the fluid. This bike yeah. is you know what? fluid. All I can think of, the only way I can look at this bike, I know it's called like steel and lace or lace and steel, but what I want to call the bike is Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> because it's white. <laughs> Dippin' dots or something. Oh shit! <laughs> but look, do they add so that little thing below, like the 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 cheeks by the seat? Yeah, is yeah. that added with the little vents? And no, stuff? no, that's that's it's legit done? for a Honda of that okay. era. All right. Yeah, yeah, that completely unnecessary triangle with venting on it. Yeah, is straight up legit for like a 1980 81 Honda CB750K right. uh, or F. But but yeah, I mean this is this is a bike that. <clears throat> Hundreds oh, of hours okay. were spent on. I was gonna say, from a technical aspect, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, but it's still a dual overhead cam 750. <laughs> yeah, yeah which, really. Yeah, which in my mind, it could be an 81 Camaro, and I would. <laughs> At least you can <laughs> sleep you in the back of an 81 Camaro. Oh, hit it! But hit it! Hit it! How about another one of those delicious, rounding third Matry Brewing Company brews? <laughs> Except for the fact that was a Tecate. <laughs> <laughs> I like the bike next to it. So and we've cleared two-thirds of the this. The bike next to it is the CB200T? Scotch. The CB200T. Sweet. Can anyone in this room tell me something interesting and unique about a CB200T? Hmm. Anyone. I mean, we've got a really good crew. I mean, I've got six people around the table. Tell me something that is unique and... With com- this guy right here? Tell me something unique about the CB200T. The tank. I love the tank. Yeah, the tank okay. is very interesting. Yeah. It has yeah. like it has the um, door I've guards always on it, so loved you don't the bump tank. somebody else when you open your door <laughs> over the top. Of the tank. Over the top. Yeah. Well, the, the backbone of the the backbone of the CB200 tank has vinyl uh, ribbed for her pleasure guards on the top of it, like a like that would protect it your does. belt buckle. <laughs> but here's what I'm going to tell you about the CB200T, and you guys are ready to have your mind blown. Yep. 
It has a disc brake. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. Hold on. Does. Holy it's, shit. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the first? Hold on. No, no. It's cable operated. It is a non-hydraulic <laughs> disc brake. <laughs> it's so a it's, mountain bike brake it on is a the, motorcycle. It is the same technology that was on a Lambretta from 1962. Oh, wow. With, with a disc. TV200 Lambretta. How's the um, pull on it? Or a TV175. You just pull the front brake lever, and right. it operates the cable. No, but I mean, how is the pull? And it, it, oh, no. It's, it's pretty stout. But it goes down, and where there used to be hydraulic, mm-hmm. so it has the same bullshit single piston caliper right. as all early 70s Hondas does, but instead of a fluid reservoir it's with one hockey puck, there's a cable that literally pulls a cam that shoves a hockey puck onto one side of a brake rotor. Wow. Yeah. So it has a cable actuated, or better described as a non-hydraulic front brake. So what you still is, have the problem. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it still has the same exact problem. <laughs> I was say, it still squeals like a monster. Yeah. It still makes the same it's noise. Much easier really to bleed. Really no, well. it's not. <laughs> really it's fun. Yeah. It is only marginally slightly better than a drum front brake. But it is a cable, a cable actuated or a non-hydraulic front disc brake. It's like those ones you had on your like a dingo go-kart. You know? <laughs> Man, if you were lucky enough to have a dingo go-kart... Uh, no, I mean, I've never seen such a monstrosity until I had a CB200D in front of me. And I went, oh, wow, check it out. Front disc brake, single caliper, Honda, swinging fucking Cable. bullshit brake. Wait, where's the hydraulic pump? Oh, there isn't one. Oh, good. Which honestly would have been an improvement over most of the CB750s of the same era. Mm. Yeah, because you just get rid of the hydraulic fluid, life gets better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the less hydraulic fluid in the world, probably, life gets better. But they're really cool little bikes. I mean, they're they're neat. Mm-hmm. And in the back, in the service department right now, so that's in for service. Isn't that thing remarkably clean for its yeah, vintage? It is. I think it's a, yeah. I think it's a 74. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I think it might be a 74. But in the back, I've got a 68 CL175 Scrambler. And Very nice. Very sexy. And the gauges aren't faded out or anything. It's oh. really nice, yeah. And the... The, that's for service? Yeah, it's in service, and the slides are stuck in the carbs. But no, it was running great last November, I swear. Oh, one yeah. of those? Of, of, of <laughs> course. Because <Yeah. laughs> clearly, all the bikes that were running great last November have slides that are literally stuck in the carbs. It's been a long cold winter. Oh, yeah. The dude was yeah. all about like, no, I've done great maintenance on it. It's fine. It was a good running bike. I ride all the time. And I was like, your tires... Don't have years on them. <laughs> it's Which so means they're not from this century. They were chiseled out of stone. <laughs> this bike reminds wood. me. There was a, a thread um, on one of the, the you know forums for bikes yeah. and stuff. And uh, the, unfortunately, this poor guy decided, he's just watching this video. It's an 18-minute video. It's another wonderful cafe racer maker from uh, California. <laughs> That you know, uh, it's like re- re- redefining yeah. like, the whole thing about cafe racers <laughs> right. and stuff, and, and he's making up words. He has describe. a tattoo that says "Deus Ex Machina." Oh yeah, yeah. He's Machina. like he's he is he's been Ex-Machina. involved in the scene for 110 years, and he's 27 years old, so he's, he knows everything. And so he's like creating fairings. And he's talking about the wind flow and all this. And the bike is the most unsafe fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. Like he's taken off every important support and everything that might right. make the bike break. Important. <laughs> so this unfortunate fuck posts this on April 1st not realizing <gasps> not realizing <laughs> oh shit so no, on this particular web forum these guys have taken upon themselves to tear this fucking guy apart of course like, they have but at first they're like this is the most it's amazing be, it's the best April Fool's this is the most ever. amazing April 1st 
right. joke I've ever seen. Well and they're like, I can't. This guy must have spent weeks just like laying out and realizing these words that he needs to say to really pull this off as being genuine. And it's fu- and it's like ten pages of this. And I'm like, I'm going through it like just like, oh, this is great. And then it gets to the last one, and the dude gets on there. He's like. It's not a joke, man. Like, I'm a... Dude, you accidentally smoked yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So, unfortunately, that bike reminded me. It's like, oh, it's so good. The guy accidentally smoked himself. At that point, he should have just owned it. He should have been like, ah, you guys call it. Fuck you, bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Mighty Ohio Scooter Club down in Cincinnati, they had a, a really nicely done April Fool's prank where they had said, we have made an arrangement with our sister club in Italy, and we are bringing in containers full of vintage Vespa scooters that have been taken off the road because they're two-stroke. Now, this did happen. This is a legit thing that happened way back in, like, 1998, you know, when the Kaiser was around or whatever. You know, it was, And you probably own half of them. Well, no, we brought in a bunch of them. So, uh, so I was working at a shop that kind of got involved in that. And so titles was a very fluid term. Oh, yeah. 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 They were from Italy. And uh, so the this... Mighty Ohio Scooter Club had said, we're bringing in uh, a grip of like 45 or 50 of these bikes in a container, and they're $850 per... A fair price. Oh, well executed. Right, yeah. Yeah. A fair price. And we're bringing in like GTRs and rallies and super sports, and if you're not a Vespa guy, just tune the fuck out now. But basically what they're saying is, cool shit, right? And we're bringing it in for $850 a piece... Step up with your money or shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> and what happened is on Facebook, a bunch of people were like, well, I'm not buying anything for $850 sight unseen. Right? And everybody was basically hating on them for this whole idea of selling a bunch of bikes sight unseen right. that were imported from Italy for $850 a piece. Now, this post got as much traction as the mighty Ohio Scooter Club could get. <laughs> they should have went national. But they didn't. It was literally just people who were subscribed to this particular little Facebook corner of the right. universe. But God, I wish they would have went national. Mm. Because the, the the just the back and forth of like, well, I know a thing or two about scooters. And listen, mister, if it doesn't have a title and I can't see pictures, I'm not going to get $850 for some piece of shit brought in from Italy. And the other people were like, I'll take seven. <laughs> I've already PayPal'd you all of my money, right? And, and do you take Bitcoin? Because I sent that too, right? And and it was like the most well executed April first fucking joke ever. And the internet is so awesome. Like, so you work for KTM. Yeah, seven nineties coming out. The yeah. adventure bike, right? Oh my god, the people are so hungry. The interwebs have already. Like, figured out exactly what it's going to weigh, how much power it has, right. the seat height, everything. They've already decided that that's not good, but this guy decided it's good. <laughs> this guy bought three of them, but returned them, because this already hasn't happened. And, and nobody's sat fucking on one out yet. yet. Yeah. <laughs> and then, worse than that, is the Yamaha T7, which yeah. is another fucking vaporware thing that's totally sitting there, right? Yeah, totally but these guys have dissected it. These assholes have taken pictures that were posted, and then taken the thing, and they're using, like, the wheel length, and they're putting measurements oh, on Oh, they're it, measuring And they're uh, measuring the seat height, and they're doing this, and they're measuring the guy's cock length to the thing to try to figure out well yeah. I, I have a 31 inch inseam so this bike's not for me well obviously then don't buy it it's not available yet motherfucker <laughs> like, it's like it gets <clears throat> I love the interwebs but here I have a complaint for you please do alright so because I love the interwebs so much a year and a half ago I gave up all social media because 
when the pumpkin guy got elected, all I was like, holy shit, I hate half my friends. Right. So I had to just get away from it. Right. Yeah. And and uh, because of that, I don't know about what anything's going on. Right. You guys, you, we have to form an email list or something. No, we don't. We have to form something. <laughs> no. How how can a schmuck like me that doesn't want to? No, do my wife media? has given up. My wife has given up on all news resources. Yeah. Yeah. So my wife will not have any news input to her eye holes. And uh, and like seriously, she just won't do it. Like eye holes, ear holes out. She will accept no news. Right. And which is good because years ago, no news is good news. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with Gary Gnu, I'm afraid of my phone now in the morning. I'm like, oh, what did this fucker guy do today? I don't know. I know. Every morning, I'm like, NPR. <laughs> a long time ago, before like, we could right, get uh, before we could get a text uh, message, or before we even had. A pager that would send us a message. You could get the sports scores on your pager. Um, before we had that, before I had an, before I had a phone that I could plug into the socket of my car right. and put on the roof and call <laughs> Crockett and Tubbs. Uh, before I had that device, right? There was a, a newspaper article that came out talking about how the United States Army was not going to conduct a war in Libya. Okay. But I was in Libya when I was reading the headline. <laughs> you were part of the war. <laughs> no, we were not going to have a boots on the ground event there. It was no, just going to be some limited you're not airstrikes. There. That's not Libya. You were right next to Libya. Well, we were sleeping in Tunisia, <laughs> but we were having fun and like right. spending money and right. Yeah, yeah. Shooting yeah. bullets. Yeah, five thousand dollar expensive Volkswagen shaped bullets into. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right. That, that's Bolivia. what we were doing. Right. Well, look at the newsreels from World War II. Yeah, exactly. They're all lies. Right. I mean, well, that's the whole is thing. Is like, yeah. so I've had a real problem with media and the dis- and the distribution of such media since then. And my wife has managed to check out of the whole concept of yeah. news. Yep. Right. And I give her credit because she's been resilient. Now. I'm not saying that her teeth are whiter, <laughs> but she's still the same woman I married. She's only getting consistently better. And I'm, I'm, I'm happier like, without it. To be I'm ha- with she's you. happier without it, too. You know what? Do you know when I quit social media? Yeah. I was really sick one day. It was one of your fucking rides about a year and a half ago, like November or something. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of the late rides. Yeah, that happens. And, and I, I, I caught the fucking death bug. And I'm like laying on the couch for two days and shitty, and I was really pissed off. <laughs> uh, my buddy Chuck, who builds cafe racers, the guy from high school, whatever, he was like, oh, it's a fucking great ride. And so I'm like sitting there on Facebook, all these people are like, oh, the best day ever. It was so much fun, all this stuff. And oh, I'm, we were out I for was, hours. I was feeling like complete shit. It made me feel worse. And I'm like, I don't need this. I don't I'm need like, to, fuck this. I don't need anyone to remind <laughs> me the fun yeah. I didn't have. Yeah. I'm like, These bitches this? are posting pictures of the fun yeah. I didn't have. And it, it's like, it's not like I couldn't go. I would have been puking on everything and dying. And I'm like, uh, I already feel shitty. And now I feel worse. And just because we had, we had a shitty house ride. Yeah. Like we had a shitty house ride that like went down to Quaker Steak or something. Yeah, whatever. Bullshit. It didn't matter. Yeah, I wanted to do it and yeah. I couldn't do it. And I was yeah. whatever. And I got right. pissed. Yeah. But so then that, that and all me. you missed was like nine thousand wheelies and right. steaks. But now now I'm <laughs> yeah. handicapped because you know now I have the time. Well, right. sort of whatever yeah. to do stuff. Yeah. But I have to find out about it, and that's hey, the problem. Go back on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> admit it. Your grandma's on Facebook. You can be. On I'm Facebook gonna have to make yet. a stealth account. You can. Yeah. Never been on Facebook ever. Ever. Never. See, and yet somehow you survived. <laughs> I went from because of my music industry career yeah. all this time, I went from 5,000 friends right you figure 5,000 fucking no but that people. was on MySpace no this is on Friendster <laughs> I had 4,000 I, I couldn't have anymore they cut it off right and so <laughs> I said fuck you guys I'm done if you know me know me whatever it takes right. five people right. five 
actually oh, oh. contacted me from all that <laughs> shit. Five people. Well, that tells you what kind of friends you have. Well, exactly. That's yeah. what, that tells you how worthwhile yeah. Facebook is. That's exactly right? it. Yeah. I was worried about some fucking idiot in fucking like Nevada telling me, oh, I wouldn't have done that. What do I care about this fucking guy? <laughs> <laughs> fat me I wouldn't have done that. You know, we have a saying that anything you do will be used against you at a later date. At a later right. date. Yeah, so all these people that spread right. their shit on yeah. Facebook or Twitter oh, or whatever, they're yeah. going to find out. They're going to look at it. You're going to do something right. stupid, and somebody's going to employer's going to not hire you because you did something stupid on Facebook. Uh, so yeah. screw yeah. it. I don't That's do it. any of that. Look guy. at all these little teachers and stuff that, like, you know, 20 <laughs> years ago they did like a soft poor porn movie for Cinemax or something, <laughs> <laughs> and then they're a teacher and they're the best. All the kids are. Like this is the best teacher I've ever had. She cared. She did right. all this for me. Yeah. And she slept with me. No. <laughs> also, every oh, fu- every sixteen year old kid that reports his eighteen or twenty year old teacher that <laughs> fucked him. What, what the fuck? What's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And first of all, if a woman's got a fucking IMDb that li- that mentions the Spice Channel, right. she's already <laughs> in line for fucking Social Security. <laughs> so cut her a break, man. You know, look. But if you go yeah. back to the days of like the '80s when you had one cable box and you had to do the switch between, oh yeah, channels yeah, yeah, to yeah, see a blurry, yeah, yeah, that's even better. And people have been fired over that. I don't care. We used to make filters out of like tin foil and yeah. resistors. And, oh yeah, and, uh, you try to get the boob. Yeah, you could kind of tune in Showtime. I had my, my parents were very like locked down. That's why I'm exactly opposite of the way they were. And so mm-hmm. my neighbor up the street was exactly the opposite. Their parents had keg parties for the kids that were for the like 14. So I'd be at the thing at 12. Like, oh, keg party. Yeah. So I, I, obviously I slept yeah. over there like five days a week. It was like the place to be. And uh, his, You got your MILF merit badge? Oh, yeah. I got oh. His, his brother raced a boat called Art's Wet Dream. Like he was wow. like the guy. He had a GTO. It was like the best Jesus childhood ever. Christ. But I just remember like they had the cable box with Damn. the porn. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. And so we seriously, we figured it out. I didn't know shit shit about electronics until we had to figure out that box to see a boob. <laughs> <laughs> you want to motivate kids? They're always talking about trying to get kids right. into science. Yeah, right, right. That's Tell the way to do it, yeah. Porn will do it for Yeah, porn will do it. The yeah, internet makes easy. it so easy these days. Yeah. Yeah. How many of you guys, how many you guys had a, a, a porn stump in the woods? I used a to have porn to walk, stump? I used to have to walk five miles to go find a Playboy <laughs> in the woods. No, no, we had a porn dumpster. <laughs> a dumpster? Okay. Yeah, we had a dumpster. Like a certain convenience store that we knew that that dumpster for some reason had porn behind it. But see, but there's And I don't know who the fucking porn bunny was that was leaving <laughs> goddamn porn, porn behind that dumpster. But, but do you understand how much, yeah. like, there was an adventure to seeing porn, and you yeah. were with your dudes, and it wasn't weird, it was just like, holy shit. <laughs> I was 12 right? years old, yeah. I would separate the mattress from the box screen of my dad's, like, <laughs> so I'd separate the mattress from the box screen, I'd pull out a Hustler. No 12 year old should ever see a Hustler. Oh, that's And if you know what a Hustler yeah. is, that shit was raw. Yeah. Like, yeah, I right, found yeah. a German porn magazine when I was 12. <laughs> Ooh. That fucked me up for and life. I still can't. <laughs> I still can't piss. Like, yeah. I still can't piss. To this day, I remember the, the title, Wet Weekend. Well, Every time I try to know, pee, man. I get a boner and I can't pee. Oh, yeah. It's so frustrating to be German. <laughs> I try to pee, I get a boner, I can't pee. <laughs> it's the ultimate German conundrum. I can't piss through a boner, but I can't get a boner without pissing. I hate being German. <laughs> All right, on that, remember, ride fast and take chances. Play us out. Press the fucking button! <laughs>